Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Life is Storytelling podcast. I'm your host, Chris Pierce, here with our co-host, Ernest Gonzalez. You forgot my name. A little bit. A little bit. How dare you? I don't know. There's always something. I don't know what it is about your last name that trips me up. Do you love me? I do. Not your last name, though. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ernest, how you been? Damn good, man. Damn good. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. But like that's so regular at this point that like it's just balled up within the good you know what i mean like i'm good if you being if tired. you bu- if you bundle it up in enough positive positivity blankets yeah it's not like there. you know but i got all these good things going on and yeah. then along with that the reasons you're tired are i'm making it fucking okay. tired yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but like I get it's it. all love it is yeah it is. um today we're going to be reviewing not a very Big movie, which I'm kind of excited for. The fact that it's not some huge blockbuster. Um, and we've talked about Defoe on the cast before. We are going to be talking about D- Willem Defoe's latest film, Inside. There are apparently a lot of movies with the same title, as there I found out putting some stuff on Letterboxd. And like, not all of them are just old. Like, they're pretty recent. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Um, but I think the, the name's very apt. Yeah, He's I Inside. I don't know what else you call this. Uh, Defoe. Trap. Oh, okay. <laughs> Defoe day. Apartment. The apartment. The apartment. That that has to exist. I'm fairly certain that exists. <laughs> but I mean, so does inside. Whatever, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we are going to be reviewing inside here, the first half, and then in the back half on the gaming side of things, we have a good bit of gaming news um, to go over, as well as uh, specifically going over some things that are coming out and just the how it's just going to be a string of releases about to hit all of us. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to this talk. I love Defoe. He's an interesting man. Um, and Say the least. This is definitely an interesting movie. <laughs> yeah. um, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So, Ernest, what did you think of Inside? It was fucking weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was real weird, man. But in a fantastic way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it a lot. <laughs> but to to not talk about how weird it is is impossible. Yeah. And I feel like they got the perfect guy for this. And that's oh, not dude. Yeah. that's not dissing at all. Like he is also he plays these weird characters. We in, saw him in Northman in a last fantastic year. Fantastic <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. that's just weird. I mean, even like I mean, Green Goblin got like a crazy fucking face yeah, that, yeah. like out of the foe that like is so iconic at this point but um he managed to make his face scarier than the masks like yeah the, dude. the helmet of the yeah Gingo. it's amazing he knows what he's working with and he works it you know what i mean and that's all that this movie is is just him working it mm. yeah like both in as an actor and you also get to see him dance a good bit so it's pretty amazing if yeah, i do say hey. so myself but um yeah, like talking about him and his performance is pretty much talking about the movie as a whole mm. because that's all that this movie is, is mm. him in that apartment. Mm. Um, we were talking about it before and comparing it to, um, you know, what is it, 127 Hours? Oh, yeah, right 107 hours, hours, phone booth. Right. I, I brought up the movie from Ryan Reynolds, Buried. Where yeah, he's just in a, he's like a, buried he's alive. Buried alive yeah. Right, right. So, like, all you have is, like, this one this one individual mm. in a small space 
trying to survive mm-hmm. right and that's exactly what this is yeah. and trailer did not lie and with that you're going to need a good performance mm-hmm. and i feel like they succeeded here i want because it's really cool the actors we've gotten this with and defoe is overdue for one of these i want one of these with nicholas cage I just want just Nicolas Cage. Just Nicolas Cage. Just Nicolas Cage. And him hallucinating, going crazy. Dude, I don't like care. That. And it can be like the whole thing with um, Unbearable Weight where he sees like his younger self. Oh, I love that. That movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's fucking fantastic. That movie is so good. So anyway, Unbearable Weight. Uh, <laughs> it's a great movie. I love Pedro. Um, that's that was movie. like one of our first movies to go see by ourselves. It was Just so you good. and me. It was so great, man. I'll never forget that movie. It's now I an still, image from it is uh, your picture of my because contact. of it. I still want to watch Paddington too. Same, yeah. I, it always comes up, and I'm like, I feel like I have to. I haven't earned the right or something. I don't know. It just hasn't happened yet. I can't wait for Paddington too. <laughs> like it's not out yet. And like the fact that no one talks about Paddington one is wild. Yeah, it's, it's just just, just Paddington, Paddington two. two. That's fucking good. Yeah. Um. But and like, is Inside Paddington two good? Maybe not. Yeah. But uh, it's not. I don't think, you know, awards are going to fly off the shelves for, for this movie or anything like that. But I'm happy that it exists. It is out there and that people get to watch that that are into this type of thing. Because if you liked one of those previously named movies, namely that Ryan Reynolds one, then this movie is for you. Absolutely. For sure. And I will say he has a little bit more freedom than some of those. motherfuckers. Exactly. Because yeah. he his limited space is very open. Right. Um, it is a very high scale apartment Mm. and um but because of that we also got so much scenery and just Mm. like uh when it when it backs up and looks at the apartment as a whole it looks wild man Mm. like the way they shot this is crazy but also those like in-depth like up close and personal shots that they got in here are just as good it's a very well shot movie um i i don't know oh okay now that i'm thinking about it, i was gonna say i don't know if i remember any of the score but there is some tense shit in there now that i'm thinking there's a about song it. on and the soundtrack that i remember song. pretty clearly yeah <laughs> imagine which, if that played in the trailer which is maybe the best use of that song that I've seen in a while. It's it's a toss up though. That's right. That's uh, but fair. I don't want to say the name of the song because it I is feel like, a, like it's like one of the few surprises you can yeah, get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is, it's so pleasant. If you watch this movie after listening to this review, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> There's one song. It is it is a apparently a global phenomenon because we talked about it with a different movie last year. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a memorable song. I mean, that was a big song. It, it was. Oh, it was. They're they're fucking sitting there just squiggling around man people are just squirming right now because they don't know what song we're talking about <laughs> but in the back of their heads they hear the beat i'll give you a little cue a little clue go for it it's in spanish oh shit oh what song could it be i don't know man who who knows but um what'd you think though <sighs> i really liked it uh i i thought it, i thought it was quite good i there's a lack of people talking about it. And obviously this didn't come up against a blockbuster juggernaut, but it did come out against because superhero movies, no matter who your superhero is, is going to make a lot of money. And it came out the same weekend as Shazam, which is funny because what Shazam has made is considered a flop. It's not performing very well. Um, 
Didn't Creed come out the same weekend, or was Creed that was like a week before? before. Week or two weeks before. Okay. Because yeah. I know that was number one. I think two weeks running. Yeah, like and I'm and again, I'm not saying Shazam beat that, but mm-hmm. I, I'm just this came out the same weekend as Inside, and um, I don't remember the exact numbers, but obviously when you're dealing with the superhero movies, it's in the millions. <laughs> and I don't think this is. I think it's going to be very easy for Inside to make its money back. What's interesting for it as well is when they were when Letterbox did an interview not too long ago with Defoe, um, he was like, I mean, I hope people see this movie that I'm making because <laughs> what he was the most viewed actor last year. Yeah. Right. And uh, because was, that you got to always consider that he's in he's in other things. And he's like, like, how? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, people are always watching this one movie. There was some the Wes Anderson works are forever. Yeah. And fucking. And he was like, oh, OK, well, you know, thank you. He was like, I hope people go see this movie. Yeah, that's yeah, about yeah. to come out. But um, it, it's almost like, you know, this one was probably one of them for him. Exactly. You know? I, I think because if you it is something that came out a lot in his interviews for when he did the when he came back for Spider-Man spoiler for Spider-Man. <laughs> um, he he does a lot of this for fun. Like he, he just really yeah. loves his job. Right, right. And like he's you can see it. And it's not like you see somebody up there being goofy or whatever. Like he's just he's committing to whatever he's performing. Um, fully. He, he's so time. weird in Northman. Like it's it's such a short performance, but like you remember it. <laughs> and I I remember walking into that theater and turning to you and saying like I can't wait to see Defoe in this. Yeah, 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 it looks wild in the trailer. I can't wait to see it. And he's what gonna, you see in the trailer is essentially we're it. Him do his thing, <laughs> and then it was like that short little part, and I was like, well, that was it. But which man. is kind of unfortunate because I feel like that's a lot of at least his more recent stuff. Is real quick. Um, I will say, because I, I, I guess never mind. Because uh, go watch the lighthouse. He's a co-star in it. Oh, that's right, right. Him, Robert, Robert, him and Robert Pattinson, and right. it's insane. You know, I it's jo- just those two. I joined single. this uh, A twenty four group on Facebook, mm-hmm. and um, the one of the questions to get in, like, because you know how some groups on Facebook will make you answer little questions yeah. before you get yeah. in. Like vet you before you get And on. one of them is like, hey, matey, I like your crabs or something. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking That's about? That's great. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm talking about? And I, and I was like, I'm sorry, I haven't seen The Lighthouse, but like I know of it. Can yeah. I please join your group? And they accepted me. So That's good. Yeah. I was really hoping it was going to be a thing. I don't know if it's as much of a thing now, and I don't want to get too off topic here, but um, of of like when they both debuted, it was a big thing of like what kind of horror do you before Robert Eggers with The Witch mm. or um, Ari Aster with Hereditary, right? And they didn't come out the same year, but like debut somewhat near the same time. A twenty four horror films, whatnot, right? Um, and I'm part of an A twenty four. That was one of my my questions. Was which one do you? Prefer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're like denying people. For, yeah, I don't know. I don't for, know. <laughs> uh, for the I would like one. to think not, because gatekeeping is not cool anywhere. But um, but back to inside, I do think it is quite good. I don't. I'm gonna go ahead and say there's a big thing in this movie. I don't know, because there's an element of this movie's not very plot. There's there's like no plot. Right. There's no like, oh, I have to do this to do this. I have to do this to do that. His, the story is essentially he gets in here 
and then we just got to ride this out with them to see how what happens it's like next. a survival movie yeah, yeah. yeah there's no there's no other person he doesn't have a confidant really to rely on and he's just doing his thing and it, it almost feels like a horror of sorts somewhat especially yeah. when you watch that trailer right um and when you see him wear that little headdress, it's like, oh man, <laughs> it looks great. It looks, it looks so good. They do so much with this space. And obviously this is like an over the top, like that place costs a lot, which is probably why there's not a lot in it because they spent all the money just getting the spot. <laughs> there, there was a point in this movie where I asked myself, like, what more can they do in this space? And he keeps like, doing stuff. What more can they do here? Mm-hmm. But then it escalated yeah oh shit they could do more (laughs) and they show it in here and we don't need to get into like why he does it but like i was so confused he like makes these goggles and i'm just like why why are you doing that and he does all these things um he's very uh, like uh, his ingenuity yeah yeah, yeah. he's very resourceful yes um and there's so many things that the movie does not actually explain to you about like who he was hired by or like what's the reason other than just like he's performing the heist, but you don't get much more detail other than that. And I don't, I'm I, the whole time I was like, I don't need it. That's fine. I, I'm here for Defoe. They give you all the Defoe you can handle. Yeah. They really don't give you shit. And that's fine. Movie. That's um, fine. I think if they gave you too much of anything else, it would bog down what you get from Defoe. But because of that as well, we came out of that, having a conversation that I don't think we were expecting to have at the end of this movie, which was like, do you think like this way or that way? Like we had like theories on what was yeah. really going on yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And or like, cause it's definitely possible. And I've said this about films in the past where it's definitely possible. Like this might just be a film about a guy stuck in an apartment, mm-hmm. but if you're willing to go there, it could also be about something else entirely. That's true. Yeah. Because it definitely gives you the ammunition there. So what I was saying earlier, and I, I, I literally segued myself um, <laughs> about like, there's an element in this movie that I just don't know. I don't know if this movie's as smart as you leave it thinking it is. I don't, I, it's not one of those. Cause like there's movies that like you can tell they think they're so clever doing something. Oh yeah. yeah. And then you're just like, you didn't earn that. You didn't fucking earn that. Right. But I didn't feel that here. I didn't, because when you get to the ending, and we're not going to go into that spoiler, because um, there's very few things you can actually spoil here. Right. But uh, the fact that it just ties directly into the Northman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, man, he was doing drugs in the Northman. But, I just uh, didn't know this was a Boondock Saints sequel. There you go. Yeah. There was a fire. Fu- oh, we should have done the hand motions at one point. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I didn't come away thinking, like, you didn't earn that ending. Because the ending yeah. is definitely something that you're going to talk about when you leave the movie. It's nothing like controversial or anything. I don't want to hype it up like that. It's just definitely a talking point. And I think it fit fine with what you get. And it's a part of the conversation you're going to have with your friends after you finish this. I understand because though there's not a lot of people talking about it, I have seen some being like, this this movie's dumb, but Defoe's great. I haven't heard anybody say anything bad about, bad about Defoe. Thank God. Right. Um, but people are just like... This is the movie. This. This is it. And I'm a, I'm in the camp of just like, this movie gave me exactly what I thought it would. Um, and actually, a little bit more to chew on than I expected. Yeah. And, on, and I'm like, I mean, that's just more bang for your buck. I, I think it, it did better than I expected. A good time. example. Wrap it back down to last, last year. A movie that thinks it's smart and earns everything it tricks you with is don't 
worry, darling. Uh, there is stuff. No. <laughs> no. Agreed. Agreed. Also, granted, that's on a much bigger scale than that this. score, though. But uh, <laughs> he's throwing me the finger, guys. Um, oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, I did, I'm, getting, I'm getting fired as we speak. <laughs> um, uh, what was it the other day? Uh, the Apple TV Plus. Um, sharper. Oh. Uh, you know that's the whole movie every twist yeah <laughs> like look at me they they throw in all these like deliberate yeah, twists. yeah, yeah. like look at how many times we can twist they're just you, changing from different like ugly fedoras thinking but, they're the be- most beautiful things but the way that this one just kind of like it, it's almost it's like art <laughs> which feels yeah. very appropriate here and art is at the center he isn't here to to steal art here mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you couldn't tell from the trailer but um it's like if you if you look at this long enough, then you might see something different than the first time that you saw it. Or like you might see, you know, you know, it develops into something. Develop a the connection more, with it. Maybe you'll find the your, more that you find yourself in this. Right. Right. Elements of yourself. And like and oh, man, it's kind of that kind of just took it to the next level for me, I think. And see, there wow. you go. <laughs> there you wow. go. Like there, there's things you can do with this and there's not going to be. And I hope it's not. Because the director's only done one other film. I don't, I don't recall what it is. Um, it's not one I had heard of. But this, I think this movie is good. I think I think we should we should want more things like this. Not necessarily just having the the solitary the the, the one location films. Yeah, yeah. But having a situation though, I do want to say I want more. <laughs> um, give me a guy stuck in a pizza hut. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> that's where you put Nicholas Cage. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's gonna be stuck in the Five Nights at Freddy's or some shit like that. He's not gonna be in that. Well, as of right now, he's not. But his I next thought, movie is next month. He's he's I literally he's gonna be in that Five Nights at Freddy's movie. You th- I think you're thinking of uh, Shaggy, Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Oh, maybe because he he recently got confirmed. Yeah, I've made one or two mistakes. Oh, before. I think you th- so. Nicholas Cage already has a movie where he's stuck in a, a place fighting animatronic monsters. That's already a thing? That is already a movie that is oh, out on DVD. I know they're coming out with a Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is Maybe clearly, somebody is like, we're not waiting for this. I'm mixing shit up. Yeah, because yeah. I forgot it existed until you said that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Willem Dafoe and the Five Nights at Freddy's. That's what I want to say. Oh, God, dude. And they should still have his face, but just robotic. I've also been on a fucking streak of saying his name correctly. That's good. How'd yeah. you say it before? William. Oh. Trash. Yeah. Don't talk about his parents like that naming him that no willem's a fine name oh. he's earned it then what are you talking about trash You're talking about you being trash for saying it wrong oh i thought you were talking about willem dafoe no parents. i love willem dafoe <laughs> i can't so he's literally Don't somebody i can't think and i haven't watched everything but i've watched a lot um i can't think of a performance i've seen him in that i was just like this is bad i've seen him in plenty of shit i've never seen him try to be a bad guy with all i can't sit here and even name to you all of the things that i've seen him in. i've seen him in so much no there's a ton yeah <laughs> and because sometimes it is just that quick cameo yeah um, he, has, he has plenty of small roles and the leading roles are definitely more few and far between and it's like you said like that was really the hype for me with this movie was finally getting to see him just do his thing and he's so, like, I, I really think they were like, I have an idea for a movie. We get Willem Dafoe and we put him in, the, in an apartment and we just crank the fucking heat up and see what happens. Yeah. 
and we just leave him there for a few months. <laughs> and it, 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 imagine it feels, if it, it was like we did, he wasn't acting; he was it, literally stuck. Here. It feels like a documentary about Willem Dafoe just stuck in an apartment. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. God, dude. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, man, the the shit that goes down here, like <laughs> that's one way to say it. <laughs> uh, the shit that doesn't go down, no. You know what I'm talking about if you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. It's something you won't forget when you but, watch the movie. But, man, like, they keep finding ways to escalate it throughout, mm-hmm. you know, and I really appreciate the movie for that because this could have been a boring-ass movie. Could have. But, and some people will probably find it boring. Oh, but yeah. I found it very entertaining and, like, some parts were very tense. And, uh, I mean, what makes the trailer so tense and what really got me interested is you see that temperature just keep going up in there. Yeah. This is definitely the definition of a slow burn. <laughs> See what I did? I want everyone to know he thought of that joke when he was walking. I out did. The I said I said it when we walked out the yeah. theater, and yeah. I said I was going to say it on the podcast. Yeah. Here I am. Look at me. Don't be surprised if there's Matt a different of co-host next week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Second time I spiral. But no, you're absolutely right. And like, it's it's creative. The, the, they're like, let's throw something at him, see what he does. It's like that show, Impractical Jokers. Right, or it's just like okay, yeah. tur- turn the dial. Turn There's the dial. Definitely turn the dial. somebody in the let's background. Okay, let's let's it's fucking with this guy. Okay, uh, play a song. Play the song when he opens the fridge. Okay, okay. <laughs> Make the hallway really small. Oh God, dude! <laughs> uh, as somebody who's claustrophobic, that scene I was like dreading. Um but there is there is not a lot, and it's there's never like a turn of like oh my goodness, um, he's he. I, I don't know. I can't think of one. There's no like claws, cataclysmic realization. Like during this film, um, but the little twists and turns it does have are so intriguing. Like I still don't know because he finds something in the house, and that like I, I don't. It's like why I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's tough to get into without getting into very specific things. Yeah, because there's only there's only a couple movie, of things but, to spoil right. that I'm like, if you watch this, those like if you do feel bored at any of these points, these moments are going to be the ones that are like, oh, I'm drawn back in. Right, right, and I right. think those are placed very. I think this movie knows what it is. I think it knows because movies like this coming out in today's society, the TikTok of times, um, it's it's a risk. Right, it's an absolute risk, mm-hmm. and I think there's no way Defoe doesn't know it. He's been in this business forever, um, and I think he alludes to that because I watched the same interview as you, where he's like, "I hope people watch this movie." Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just happy it exists and like we got it and it and it, and it is good. If it was bad, I'd be like, oh man, that sucks. But whatever you say about it, I guarantee you, Defoe's not going to be the thing that hinders you. These he's people, great. these people know we're not bullshitting them. Yeah, hyping up this movie for nothing. They heard a they heard our fucking Elvis episode. Fuck Elvis, dude. I'd, I would take I would take six of these over one Elvis. Dutty, I just asked. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> Oh man, I need to show you a video because I saw somebody somebody was impersonating what it would be like if Austin Butler was in Dune, but he still <laughs> is playing Elvis, and it's great. Atreides, we gotta fight. It's great. It's it's awesome. Um, but uh, and we we are, we are fans of Austin Butler. We nobody was hating on that man so when we far. reviewed Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked it when he got punched in the face and 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I still can't put my finger on that one. It's great. Yeah. You can't remember the scene? No. Oh, man. I got to watch it again. When he goes to the hippie farm. But it's also long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, oh, he's oh. the only guy. He's changing the tire. Yeah. Yes. Well, because he, okay. they, I think they cut the tires. And he, then he's like, Brad Pitt says, change it. Yeah. It's the only time you see him get mad. And then he just, he punches him so hard, he knocks him off his feet. It's great. We got some Willem Dafoe and Tarantino movies before. Which one? I think we talked about it before. Maybe last episode? Well, I'm I'm drawing a blank here. Which one is he in? Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm just making shit up. I know there's this there's I've a slew of cameos cuz like I've seen him in so much shit that I'm just placing yeah, him in movies. Yeah. Cuz like I know Jonah sure. Hill, Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum, they both show up in Tarantino. I think he was the baby in uh Look Who's Talking too. That's not Oh, that's my favorite Tarantino film. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my cinephile card. Um, but he's great in this movie. Mm-hmm. He It is so interesting. Um, it's interesting you bring up Elvis. So I'm going to go a little step further and bring up the whale here. And don't don't, don't everybody groan. This is a positive <laughs> oh. light. Uh-oh. This is a positive light. Yeah, here comes trouble. Um <laughs> <laughs> I built that reputation. That's on me. Um, but when you look at movies like The Whale and like this, which obviously they, they they don't focus too much on the plot. They give their lead actor the room to carry. Obviously, you're going to get that more with Inside than something like The Whale, which has like a supporting cast. Um, give them but the you, apartment to carry. Abs- what? Nothing. Go ahead. God damn it. I hate you. Oh, my God. That's three. You're fired. <laughs> You're through. You're fired. Oh man. Um, I hope they cast you in the whale sequel, the dolphin. <laughs> um, but then you look at something like Elvis, where it has this. Because, dude, I fully there the moments where they leave Butler there to breathe to yes. do his thing. Yes. I was like, okay, I care. I'm about to give a shit. I'm about to just be here for an Elvis. Before, and I don't care. I don't. Nothing against the man. I'm just not a big Elvis fan. Um, and I was like, you're, you're drawing me in. It's like, he was pulling me in. And then the director just was like slapping me in the face. Never mind. Let's do all this other shit. Like, let your actors do their thing. Let their, let your actors do your thing. And you're going to get something great from it. Brendan Fraser earned that Oscar. He absolutely earned that Oscar. And what I thought you were going to get to, and that is that pretty much the entire, the entirety of the whales in that apartment. Oh, that too. Yeah. I forgot. That's why I said give them the apartment. Oh, man. Never mind. You don't have to be in the dolphin. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) It takes place right outside that that, that apartment. (laughs) Um, But, but like, in the whale with it just taking part in that that one place, um, it it is so different because you do, like, you know, Brendan Fraser had a supporting cast. Mm -hmm. Really, all that Defoe gets here is a couple of voices Mm -hmm. and a couple of people that he could see, like, on camera but Mm -hmm. can't talk to. And the rest of it's all him, baby. Mm -hmm. And, man, oh, it's so great to just... I I will say... Get that zoom in in there. Because they do have it in the trailer. Um, And saying it like this, you're not going to immediately pick up on it. But there is a dream sequence. Yeah. And I think it's quite, I think it's really well done. It's so well done. And like, even just introducing it into that, cause it's not, you're like halfway through the film before this man. And the way it just, it, you're, it's very much like you got off a roller coaster and you're getting your legs back. It's like, what's happening and what's that, going on. That's kind of, um, 
if you decide to watch it after this, that was kind of the point where I started to question things here mm. and think to myself, like, wait a minute. Is this reality? Yeah. You know, things like this. So, yeah, man, it, it's a thinker um, if you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Again, because mm-hmm. this is just as good a movie if it's just a guy in an apartment. So let me ask you this. What's up? And again, let's let's, let's be as vague as possible. Because um, I don't disagree with you about that. But I do, for me... The ending doesn't work as well if you do take it as just a guy in an apartment. And, and not to the point where I think it makes it a bad movie. I just think it lessens. Okay. But I'm uh, asking your it, take on that with the ending. Did it, looking at it as just a guy you broke in. Okay. Maybe I'll take it back then. Because I guess once I did start thinking that way, that kind of escalated the ending for me. My opinion of the ending. Okay. For yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I was yeah, asking. So I'm not. I'm not trying to change your opinion. No, I'm just no, curious. But I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit and say that if you can find something deeper with this, it, it definitely can enhance it. Mm. But just because there is, um, for lack of a better word, there's an ambiguity to the ending, right? Um, that I think that's where I think the movie wants you to think a bit more. Um, like it yeah. is very different, and I don't want to paint any kind of like painting expectations for y'all yeah but um like the parents labyrinth conversation that we had um you know it is it is it real is it all in their head like you know things like this um and that's not necessarily where the argument lies with this movie but yeah. it's that type of thing where it will like yeah there's a broadness of thought you can bring to this right. film exactly yeah. exactly you're probably going to end up in a conversation with mm. the person that you saw this movie with absolutely unless you just don't care <laughs> which is the thing you can do i wouldn't yeah. say this is i think this would be a very bad background noise movie whenever it comes out on streaming or like dvd yeah no. <laughs> like i don't because the entertainment value that sounds so mean. I was going to say it's not there. Defoe is very entertaining, but it's such a somber performance for most of the film. It's not really going to draw you in for what you're looking for for something like that. Well, the the slow burn joke that I made earlier was just a joke, but I'm also serious with it. Oh, my it, God. It is quite slow. Wow, you tricked me. Like, at, at no point are you... Well, I won't say that, but like, it is quite slow. You're it, absolutely it's not right. an action movie. <laughs> it is not. You know what I mean? um, the most um, action packed it gets is like when he gets in there. <laughs> yeah. There's like some tense moments throughout, but that's all that anything ever is, is tense. I would say. Yeah. And then, because there were definitely moments where I felt bad. I, I felt for him. And there were moments I was really happy. Like there's a scene yeah. with sprinklers where I was like, my man, I get it. Oh yeah. Cause dude, he handled the heat so much better than I would have. I would have died at ninety. No, dude. Oh, and I'm. I live in San Antonio. Wait, do you? Yeah. Where do you Shit. live? I can't. I'm not gonna put that out there. I <laughs> <laughs> think they already know. But I live in San Antonio. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, hey, shit, it, it'd be hot out there. But like inside. But then we go inside. Hey. Inside temperature. Yeah. yeah. Uh, inside. Inside. Yeah. Inside temperature. Like nineties is death. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's die. like there's something wrong with my AC. Right. I need to, I need to do something. <laughs> yeah. 
need um, to stay at a friend's house for yeah dude yeah. my power went out right when i came over here <laughs> it's back on now it's fine but um but i would say overall this movie is definitely worth seeing i hope it because again it's there's no way it could have been a super expensive movie no um not compared to it looks like there's some expensive things yeah yeah but they broke this they don't have to pay for it right right. Um, (laughs) compared to other movies yes no exactly yeah um and the fact that you're you're filming in one spot does add like there's just a lot less there i still probably couldn't afford to make it but clearly um but they they make up not even say they make up because blockbusters like like these movies cost so much money and this looks better than some blockbusters we get Oh yeah, because um, where you may maybe they don't spend a lot of money on locations and stuff like that. They definitely put it in the craft, and you see that in the visuals. You see that in the framing. Um, obviously, Defoe's performance. I hope he had a great payday from this. I hope so, man. Yeah, yeah, he deserves that. Not that he's a poor man, but yeah, right. Yeah. He yeah. Robert. He's Not literally like he starting doesn't... filming already on Robert Eggers' new next film. <laughs> Because that's why he has a mustache. He got Spider Man movie or Spider Man money. And shit. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. You do one of those Marvel movies, you're bro. Good. Anybody attached to that motherfucker is getting a nice. He's pay, great. Man. He's I great. Only, except for the animators. What do you mean? The CG people. Oh, fair enough. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. <laughs> you said that because a little bit behind the scenes here, Ernest has a across the Spider Verse poster in here. I was like, dude, hey, the baby. animators are great. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's Sony. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> they probably pay their people. I would assume. <laughs> With how good the first one was, they fucking better. Ooh, um, that fucking revolutionized animation. It did. It did. We still see the. Oh man, we we still hey, see the reverberations don't, don't of that today. On, but on, on to Willem Dafoe. Um, so good. <laughs> without going into spoilers, I I will say I think we're kind of hitting the end here, but I do. I this is a film I can definitely recommend. Mm. Not to like, if you have children, don't take them to this. Not that you're going to see anything that they shouldn't see. They're just going to be bored. But like, they're going to need their iPad and you shouldn't have your iPad in the theater. Yeah. So like, yeah don't yeah. take your kid. And yeah. like, there's so, there's parts of this movie where I was like, is it going to be completely silent now? And there's huge chunks of that. And I, honestly, I really appreciated it. Because it just, just, it just gave Defoe the chance to just do more physical acting. I'm just going to throw this out there while we have the chance real quick. And I'm sorry we've segued so many times. Oh, go for it. We always segue. But um, people with kids that don't know how to be quiet should go look into the drive-in That's movies. Fair. That's fair. I, I really think that'd be a great thing for folks. Okay. Is there a drive-in in San Antonio? Mm-hmm. Two. Really? Yeah. We wow. should go. I didn't know. We, we should go for like a horror one. It's a great time out there in the dark. Okay. Yeah. Um... Man, I didn't know there was anything in San Antonio. We're going now. Okay. It's the thing. All right, guys. We'll be back. Um, We're going to go to the drive. We're going to go through the drive-thru. The drive-in. Sorry. Uh, No, but... um, Wait. And we're back. The (laughs) drive-in was great, man. It was such a revolutionary time. Oh, wow. Did you have a good time? Yeah, man. We watched Inside again. Yep. What do you think about it this time? (laughs) (laughs) To watch Inside outside is just a revelation. (laughs) It's just, I couldn't, it's, I think it might be the way to watch it. It might be the way to watch it. <laughs> You're so good at this. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> the joke was there. Um, but with that, I think we can go ahead and get into our final thoughts here on Inside. So Ernest, what is the last bit you got for this interesting film? So overall with this one, man, I had a good time. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. Um, 
I don't think it's going to be like battling its way into my top 10 at the end of the year or anything like that. It might be one that I forget that I saw until I look at my letterbox. I'm not, I'm not going to front here and say like, it's one of my favorite movies ever or anything, but I'm happy to have experienced it for sure. Like if you need a movie to go see, go see this fucking movie. Once it's streaming, if you're wondering about it and wondering if it's good, the answer from me is a resounding yes. Does it have to be at the top of your priority list? Not necessarily. So um, all in all, I did enjoy it. Um, there are some great things about this movie. Again, my favorite thing about the movie itself, uh, aside from Defoe's performance, is the the way it's shot, man. It's just so pretty and they do so much with that small space and just the angles that you get the the small messages that you get in the back things like this are, are just very like subtle and well done um i liked it a lot and and like you said i, I recommend it to anybody that's looking for a good slow burn for sure okay um so let me tell you everybody who's listening why Ernest is just an asshole <laughs> so this movie's great no i'm just kidding um this movie i gave because i i did review i did put a little review there on letterbox okay, um i call it a first time four i give it four stars first time because i do there's nothing ah. for what it is i don't think there's anything i'd want to change about it Mm-hmm. there's nothing in it that i was like it's not doing like i think everything it sets out to do it does very well and does extra but with me calling it a first time for i do think maybe on a rewatch it might go down so i don't know if i will rewatch it or at least no time no time soon um sometimes you just you get what you need that first time and because we only saw it in theaters so far and it's not streaming am i correct yeah it's not right. streaming um who knows maybe that next time that we watch it whether it be tomorrow or you know 20 years from now maybe it's better maybe we pick that's up, always that's a thing too it's possible that i miss things as well yeah there might be things in there that i wasn't seeing maybe but. you should watch it outside you never know <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> but um i i really appreciate the, the fact that this movie exists is literally its own risk um not to they say that it's putting out anything provocative out there, but you just don't get movies like this anymore where you just get an actor out there doing his own thing. It's not so focused on plot or exposition or trying to hold your hand through things. It doesn't even hold Willem Dafoe's hands. It just lets him suffer. Um, and with him as well, like this, and it's so strange to say because so often does he make himself very vulnerable for his... Um, for his castings, right? Because uh-huh. like, uh, you think about Boondock Saints and stuff like that, and he's out there doing. Dude some, looks great in a dress. Some wild shit, yeah, man, yeah. And it's and it's great. He's killing it. But right here is has to be one of the most vulnerable roles that we get to see him in. Um, because he he goes from like you know, piled up in blankets to damn near butt naked to. Mm-hmm just all sweaty to like cold and clammy all this type of this shit, movie man. is so much like castaway it's weird that it takes place in apartment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but there's questions you can have after the film and i really appreciate having those questions and not answers i love ambiguity one of the things if you listen back to our don't worry darling episode sometimes i prefer amb- ambiguity instead of 
stuffed in explanations or, of things. Or uh, knock on the cabin. Knock at the cabin. Knock at the cabin too. There's not a sequel. <laughs> not. Just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Um, but you know exactly that that one that one as well. Uh, though I do, I enjoyed what we got of that movie a bit more than what we do with Don't Worry Darling. Um, but um, oh, Dave, baby. Um, Dave. Dave. Yeah. Oh, and Jonathan Groff. I think Jonathan Groff was really good in there. Yeah. Man, for our last segue. <laughs> um, but no, Willem Dafoe's great. I do think if you're wanting, if you're if you're down for the slow burn, if you're down for just some quiet, just thinking, just wanting to see just see something that might make you ask some questions. Maybe it won't. Check it out. I think it's definitely worth your time. And I again, this movie's worth your money. Don't go see Shazam. I'm a DC fan. Don't go see Shazam. Go see this. I want to see Shazam. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I said I'm the DC fan. I saw, I don't know if you know this, Ernest, but I saw Jonah fucking Hex. <laughs> <laughs> but go watch this and then go see Shazam. Is that better? Is that good? Yeah, man. <laughs> but with that, we'll go ahead and take a quick break. And on the other end, get into some gaming news. All right. And we are back. Going to be getting into some gaming news. Before we get into that, there is some sad gaming news, which is also related to movies, television, whatnot. Um, we've lost somebody. The great Lance Reddick. Very sad that um, he did pass away at the age of 60. Dude dude looked so good for yeah, that age. Like, yeah, oh, I didn't right. think he was that old. He, he did look great. He, he did, did look great. I, did. I didn't know uh, it was coming. At oh, all. yeah. Like, not, not one that I was looking out for. It was no, like, Betty White situation or anything yes. like that. So, <laughs> no, not at all. But with, with these, like, sudden ones, like, guys, it's always a little bit harder, you know? And yeah. he's just so – he's been – great in like his live action stuff but he's one of the most recognized voices in gaming too yeah and like we even we just recently had him in vox machina right 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 the newest season sucks Uh, but his voice is so good and so recognizable um and i did read that the the his last night he played some destiny Really? He's, a, he's an avid Destiny player. That is amazing. Because uh, you can see this video where wife's gone, the dogs are at the at the vet or something. Time for daddy to play. And he, <laughs> and he points it and he's like, what is daddy going to play? And he points it at this kid on the TV and he's playing Destiny. Oh, that's great. And of course, he voices Zavala, um, a very well-known character in the Destiny franchise. But also, we have an upcoming Hellboy game, which I was not aware he was the voice of. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we didn't hear his voice or didn't hear a voice in that first trailer. I'm pretty sure we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a very limited reveal. But, oh, man. Man. What a loss. And we just, and um little preview for next week, we're going to be going over John Wick 4. Right. And he is in that film. He's in all of the John Wick films. Um, It's a loss. It's an absolute loss. It sucks. But we, our condolences to his family, his friends. Absolutely. Um, and we greatly appreciate the man and the work he's left us with. Whew. It's going to miss him. But going on to some actual gaming news. We have quite a bit to talk about today. Um, but I'm, ex- I'm excited to talk yeah, about man. it. I'm excited. My wallet's not. But it's, it's, it's going to be a very excited <laughs> conversation. Um, we'll get to the wallet part of it later on. But let's talk about some content. What do you Number got? of hours you put into a game. What does that mean to you? 
is good is more always better as someone who just beat three persona games not always um i feel like i ran a marathon <laughs> um and sometimes less is exactly what you fucking want from something so a game we've talked about what you signed up for that oh i did absolutely yeah. absolutely um but uh so a game we've talked about pretty frequently um ever since it was announced to be like actually coming out finally is dead island 2 and it has been confirmed that the story is going to be around 20 hours and it will not be an open world it'll be open zone um on the other side of that coin because that by today's standards that's a pretty short game right Final Fantasy 16. I don't know if you're familiar with the franchise. Um, I've heard of it. <laughs> and again, these are estimations. You could be really bad at the game. It could take, it could take, it could twi- take twice as long. Um, the Final Fantasy 16 is estimated to take around 35 hours to beat the main story. But then if you want to do everything, it takes about 70 to 80 hours. Right. And it will also be um, a form of open zone. Uh, open zone, I've seen... Get, it's not always like the same format for everyone who does it. It's just right. not, you're not going to have full rate. Cause like final fantasy 15 starts at open world and then it's technically zone. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, there's different ways to do it. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. Just putting some facts out there, but Ernest, when you look at these two things, cause these are two games, like I think we've looked at and have thought pretty positively on like dude, I would play this and probably have a great time. Right. Are you concerned about how long it takes to beat these, whether it be long, short, what do you what do you what do you feel about that? No, um, I I think no having that information going into the game, um, definitely sets like an expectation for me of like the pacing of it That's and fair. things like this. Um, so like I know what I'm getting into, you know, like like I play a lot of indies and stuff, and like I know like what I'm getting from a game that takes five hours to beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? He talked pretty highly about Stray last year. And then, I mean, the the length of it, I know that it's like a commitment when you start one of these games, like a Final Fantasy game. Um, I spent over 300 hours on Final Fantasy X. I played a lot of Blitzball. Like a lot of blitz. Anytime Final Fantasy comes up, we we somehow find our way back here. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but like, and that is if you want to do everything. I think um, for a Final Fantasy game, what'd you say? Sixty hours, seventy hours, seventy to eighty to do everything. To, 80, to do everything. Yes. Yeah, that sounds standard. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and what was the other time on there? To like just beat the main story. Mm-hmm. Thirty-five. Yeah, that, that which feels, is not short by any means. That feels standard, and there's definitely going to be some side things that I want from it, and then because majority of the time you need to do at least some of that side stuff to be able to beat some bosses, yeah, and shit like that. Gotta get your grinding game. in, right? So, I mean, you know, we know for anyone that doesn't know what they're signing up for, like just expect a grind mm-hmm. with Final Fantasy. You know, but like for because it is a JRPG. mm -hmm, Absolutely. mm -hmm. But at the same time, like so 20 hours from Dead Island, like, yeah, I get get it. I get it. And that's I I think it's it's still worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's not too short. And I will say because there's no detail on this specifically. They're saying 20 hours to beat the story. There are multiple characters. Right. So, I mean, I think. And we, what we've seen with gameplay being such a focus on it, 
I think they're really banking on replayability, which and, is fair. I and think I'm it's wondering fair. like what it'll be like um, multiplayer and not multiplayer, that's and true. how the experience will differ there because that's like two playthroughs in its own. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it definitely depends on replayability. I imagine there's going to be different types of loadouts and stuff. Probably yeah. like almost like builds. The fan like base build for this game has been, been waiting. So, so with that, like yeah, these games are what you make them, definitely. And that's been it with every Final Fantasy game and the Dead Island that we've had um, that came before. You know, it it wasn't going to keep you there for months yeah <laughs> anything like yeah, that yeah, yeah. when dead island came out the first time uh-huh. um final fantasy might you know and that's something that you should research before hopping into one of these games for the first time like true if you're just an rpg player and you think like killing zombies looks cool this time around and you want to do it this time like no, do some research and look at what you're getting into. And that's why we get like these um, gameplay previews and right. stuff like that. Yeah, man. And all of these things are so accessible nowadays. Like, yeah. But for me, my expectations have pretty much been set with them. And I think each one is like appropriate. That's fair. Pretty much. I got to say, I, full, I I pretty much agree with you. I don't I don't think it, one way or the other is bad um, because it's so common, especially like in today's world the open world game format is so popular and happens so frequently when I see something that's like under 30 hours, there's like a set, like a second of shock of being like, Oh my God, that's going to be nothing. But as somebody who's an avid resident evil fan, those games are on average 10 hours. That's wild. Resident evil four is not, that is a much longer game. But that's so um, short though. It is. It is. That's crazy. They they really bank, and they get it from me. How scared will they be, and can they actually proceed? Um, <laughs> and I imagine replayability too, right? Oh yes, because and that's why they make their trophies like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, not even with that, um, they're still one of the few games out there that has like their own version of like codes to unlock things. Ah. Like there's a way to get unlimited ammo on a certain type of gun and I something see. like that. And but not on your first playthrough, of course. But um. There's there's a lot that goes into it, but exactly as you were saying, I was a little bummed about the not open worldness of Dead Island, um, and I I emphasis on the little because it's I'm over it now, because <laughs> um, I do I played that first one a good bit. I don't know if I actually ever beat it because I I was very bad at beating games back then and that game is very you just roam around doing stuff but you still remember it fondly I do yeah. I do cuz it's really it's it's a, it's a good idea and I'm glad we are getting a sequel um just having your zombies on an island or whatever and you're just stuck there <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but and then of course Final Fantasy when I see those numbers, I'm like, there we go. 35 hours, six, 70 to 80 to do every single thing. Right. Um, and I'm somebody who does not have to plot every single thing. Uh, I'm not saying you're, but we, you know, somebody who tries every single time. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck you, Justin. But, uh, <laughs> I stopped on death loop. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And that's not a big game. We'll circle back around to that though. We'll loop back onto that one. <laughs> um, but needless to say, a game's length shouldn't be the defining factor if it's good or not. It's always going to come down to when you play it, 
your experience while playing it. Um, there's definitely a way to fill in 20 hours that feel more impactful than the 30 another game provides. Bro, I've I've played games less than 10 hours long that like like struck me in yep. my heart. We talk like, about Annapurna a lot. Yeah, and they are. Yeah. I don't think they have anything that's over 30. Because uh, what um, Edith Finch. Finch couldn't have been over 10 hours. No, it was not. And that's like, oh, that one stands out in my memory. Absolutely. Yeah. That was part of our little indie sprint last year. Yeah. It wasn't even for the podcast or anything. It was just we were doing indies. I I understand the feeling of wanting to be done with something. You know what I mean? Um, So I understand, like, if one of those RPGs like Final Fantasy 16 might be a bit much. But that's why I say... This is the kind of research that you want to do if you're hopping into that genre for the first time. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, and like honestly, any game you're going into, you might want to do some research. I also get wanting to just hop in completely blind. Um, but especially as adult gamers, that time, with the time you have to spend, it varies. Um, and it can easily just be filled with other things maybe you're not wanting to fill it with yeah it just happens yeah um, responsibilities Responsibility. okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say these games both look great i'm looking forward to both of them um i know for sure final fantasy 16 is at a day one buy absolutely no no and for my and this is not a hot take at all it's going to be in the conversation for game of the year absolutely yeah man. i don't i don't see a world where that's not a thing especially this one mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah because this one is it seems like the most epic we've got in a it while. does yeah. it does and i'm very Nothing excited against 15 not that it didn't end up in the epic place you know? it, oh but, man i definitely didn't see that ending coming <laughs> yeah but um you know like i mean impact wise it didn't feel like as much aside from like the new gameplay mm-hmm. and stuff like that but i i feel like we're getting some major things with this next one man yeah it looks really cool and i know you're the bigger game of thrones fan here and you can see those i don't know about influences but like vibes right in those trailers i'm all about it um but moving on here just a little little thing that's been on pc stuck on pc land for so long it's coming to game pass so it's on console for xbox um valheim survival nordic game um it's one i've been very curious about uh ever since it came out um i love survival stuff i even love more i love it more if you can play it with friends um none of my friends have xboxes you bastards but it's fine (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean like this game with the crew would be be so fun so fun it would be so fun and like the town or whatever yeah and like all the and i love the whole like prove yourself to odin and all this other stuff you can do because it's not just it it, it has its own spin on this survival like town builder base builder and because the majority of the time you're getting like some apocalyptic type thing or yeah like there's some old yeah, west yeah. ones stuff like that and it's, like, this is just and it looks very pretty i yeah, like the i like the lush cool. greens there's monsters there's dragons it's not it's like cool. the most like uh cutting edge graphics or anything like yeah this, it's about you know? the same part as anything but, final fantasy but is. i think that this focuses more on like mechanics and um i i don't know how to say it like the mechanics and ingenuity. I think what you're trying like to say this. is, Chris, you complimented the graphics, and I think you should shut up. That's what, that's what it sounded like. I you're mean, saying. it's not. That's not really the standout part. 
you know. And what I, I was saying was, was I like the lush greens. I like the scenery. But the style of it is cool. It does. Yeah. It yeah. is. You're not worthy of any love. Um, I take that back. We got to manage people's expectations. <laughs> everyone. Uh, so this was the most played game on Steam for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine everyone knows what to expect with this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we have a string of trailers um, that have dropped for some things that are honestly coming out pretty pretty soon. Um, and the first one I have here is a game we talked about a little bit. Um, I want to say it was Game Awards. It was either that or a showcase. I don't remember when they showed it. But Atlas... Atlas um, Falling. <laughs> I was going to say Rising. I was going to say Rising. I don't know why. But Atlas Falling. Uh, the Sandbender game. Right. Yeah. Right. Sandbender game. They're like it's, Sandbenders. Is what we called it the last yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> because they're just... And no hate. It looks like it's fun as hell. Like, it's just... We got a gameplay reveal. And I think last time I ended up saying that a Sandbender would just be like a variation of an Earthbender. Well, that's fair. But that's just not like it's unnecessary for me to point that out. But I feel like it, I mean, it's they, hard for they me both to hold exist it in. in Avatar and Earth and Sandbenders can't burn bend the same things as Earthbenders. Uh, well, you know, just like how Magma Bender. Oh, you haven't qualify. watched Korra? Yeah, I did. Oh, you didn't appreciate. There we go. Um, <laughs> but Atlas Falling, it looks really fun. Yeah. Um, honestly, because. When you get a gameplay reveal, those are usually your longer trailers. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird that this one's under two minutes, um, and it's coming out in May. But surely they're going to give us more, since we keep bringing it up. Why not bring it up here? They've already given us more information on this than that game that's supposed to be about everything. Where the fuck is that game? Which is not by these developers. We're I didn't never going to find that game. Maybe it's already out. Maybe we're living it. It is everything. We're in it. As we speak. They turned it into a movie. It's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. We're all just zeros and ones, guys. We're all just zeros and ones. And the gir- the birds work for the government. Oh, bird law. Bird law. <laughs> bird law. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. What a turn. <laughs> um, but it looks really fun. I think it looks really cool. I do want to see more on it um, because of when it's coming out. It's not going to be a day one buy for me, but I'm curious. I'm very curious I'm very about it as curious. well. And like depending on what the word is on the streets of how it is and things like this might determine whether or not I play it. Absolutely. Cause there's another, there's game. still so much unknown because the things that attract me about this, the graphics look really pretty. Um, well, the, I don't want to, I think we should manage expectations. The traversal, <laughs> the traversal looks very appealing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, it's a good time. Um, and I imagine that we're getting, some story with this right? I want I want a Gara DLC the last time I felt like this I, I was gonna try to make it an episode without bringing the second up. you said traversal I knew where we were going yeah man yeah so I just don't want to like build myself up to be broke down again so soon that's fair you know not that I never want to have faith in a game that looks like this again but I'm just gonna be a bit reserved for right now. For the record, since he didn't just say it, we are referring to Forspoken. God damn it! <laughs> he, said it. he said it. That's the one I was talking. Um, about. You can't allude to things on a podcast where people are listening to what you say. Oh man! <laughs> but you know, it's just that's like the tenth week in a row. That I, we feel no, I feel you. I feel you. Fucking um, and and for like a game that we're not playing, they come up a lot. Yeah, but when. And we're not coming. We're not trying to attack it. Yeah. Um, it would be really cool if Atlas Falls or Fallen had or will put out a, a demo. Yes, it would be, be great. Yeah. But we'll see if it does. Um, I keep wondering, like, like what else is it? Because 
I get. Do you know what Black Desert is? Yes. Some of the first thing, like images I see from it, like I'm like, kind of reminds me of that. I'm like, do not turn this into an MMO. Right. Do not turn this into anything else other than what I'm thinking it is. Let this be a good single player game with a good story. This is one I'd find if it's short. I don't, I don't care. Um, there's a there's a lot here that I I would just love to, I would love to see it succeed and be cool. I think I because it is a new IP. I think I'd like a little bit more news before I make any kind of yeah no, absolutely definite answer. But right now it's like a soft, not yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 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 yeah. just genuinely curious about it because um, literally I'm gonna need more than just that first trailer is just a cinematic. This is our first. Oh, granted, that first cinematic trailer does show a little bit of gameplay, so props there. Um, because that's when we first saw the traversal. Right. But I'm going to need more than just this less than two minute video gameplay. And I'm sure they'll give us more. There's plenty of time till made to hype up your own game. Um, but we'll see. That's we'll all see. we can do. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but going on to the next trailer here. One coming to Xbox exclusively. Redfall. They released a story trailer. It is made by um, Arcane Austin. Texas. Uh, <laughs> um, it is the studio that was behind Deathloop. You would also know them from um, those thief games. Dishonored. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily a thief, but you're sneaking around. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It is definitely one I'm happy is going to be on Game Pass. Because um, it is one of those, like, I don't know what you'd call it. The first thing that comes to mind is ability shooters. Like, different characters okay, yeah. have different abilities, and it's a first-person shooter. Right. That's the first thing I think of. The games they've given us before. Um, I'm curious. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate the way that that... When they pick a theme, like a style, they, like, really run with that shit throughout the game. Um, and they do it well. Like, I enjoyed Deathloop's, like, vibe. I wasn't necessarily like, wow, look at these fucking graphics, but just the vibes made up for like all that shit. You know and like I mean? it, you can, Deathloop, when you look at it, you're like, that's Deathloop. It right. stands out. And not in a way like, like this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It is an art, it is an artistic choice to look the way it does. Yes. Yes. And yes. like it, it does not dishonor the studio it comes from. Damn. Damn. Look at this guy. And then, <laughs> but, um. So yeah, them 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 doing a vampire game was that was hard to say. Um, it's exciting, for sure, and it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I did kind of. I was ready to be done with Death Death Loop by the time I got to the I end. I think me and Justin were the same. Yeah, like have you I played was, Dishonored? I'm curious. No, nah. I will say those. Um, I can't speak for Justin, but that 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 is a franchise I think is very fun. Um. Of as you'd expect, it is first person, um, and like again, different abilities and stuff like that. But there, I don't think anyone's gonna say even between us, like Deathloop's not a bad game. No, yeah. There is so much. There's, there's, and I enjoyed myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you get to a point where you're ready to be done. Yeah. Um, and I don't ever want to play it again. That's fair. No, I'm I'm right there with you, my man. Um, but the studio, I think that they're really good, like perfecting gameplay specifically gunplay mm-hmm. stuff like that um there's some because definitely there's some pretty interesting weapons you can switch to whatnot um and even more so with um things like uh dishonored i i'm very curious because obviously there's gonna be different types of vampires because you're not just fighting the gods you're fighting their underlings and stuff like that um and then you have your own abilities and stuff and it, it just looks like it would be really fun 
Yeah. It looks fun. With Deathloop, I enjoyed their, um, like, the abilities that you got. Like, the mecha- I like, enjoyed it mechanic-wise. Yeah. But some of the combat did feel a little bit clunky to me. Mm. Um, and hopefully with this next one, they, you know, polish some of that up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Again, I'm the one here with the Xbox. Uh, I may ask Ash if she's willing to hop on it with her PC, but we'll see. Yeah, you're the one that gets to play. Yeah, so. man. Yeah, I'm man. just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to, because Arcane Austin, got to love that Texas support. We're not done with Texas yet. Texas Chainsaw Massacre has a game coming out. They Texas? released a trailer for it, and it is one of those. It's like asymmetric games, but it's like um, it's teams. You were saying right, right, yeah. right. So like where uh, Dead by Daylight's like the I think the most played of that genre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like that, but it is going to be. Uh, I think it's four v three. Four v three. Yeah, I think it's three family members and like four survivors, and you're either chasing down the survivors or running away from the family members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's nice that they're putting a little spin on it. Um, they did mention in the trailer that. Uh, they're going to be releasing more maps in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what kind of maps they're going to have. I, I imagine like around the gas station. Like I hope they go straight into Austin. Stuff like that. Just different parts of Texas? Just straight into Austin. Going to the Capitol building. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're uh, still just Leatherface. Uh, but I think there's only so many maps you could really add Absolutely. Um, and, and I think that was your point when we were watching it was there's a limit on how much you can add to this game unless you're willing to go like outside of your own platform right yeah uh so like when because the the example of how it a version of this that is able to last is dead by daylight with their content updates because it's not it's originally its own thing it does because it originally had its own little killer characters that hunted people down and then they over time got the rights to like add in Leatherface, Ghostface. add in Ghostface, add in Pinhead, um, Stranger Things, and they all, all Nemesis all from Resident Evil. Yeah, and stuff. like they, and it's not only just those creatures, you'll get like costume cosmetics for your characters as well. And that's how you keep it alive. And yeah. that's, that's awesome. And the horror community, the horror gaming community specifically has been thriving there. Um, but as you've seen with the fall of the Friday, the 13th game, right? A lot of these ones that are based around like a specific thing, like the latest one I can think of is there was an Evil Dead one that came out last year. Um, Dragon Ball. Oh, that too. I was focusing horror, but that is the exact same game. Yeah, yes. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, but they're granted. Actually, Dragon Ball can go a bit further. Yeah, I would say <laughs> a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, that's the props of being an anime. But uh, like when you look at like Evil Dead, there's only so much content you can really add there. The Friday the Thirteenth, unfortunately, I love those movies, but there's only Jason and his mom. And like, if you have you played that game before? Yes, I did before. Should Fucking, they have every single Jason in there from yeah. like every movie mm-hmm. and then and you're I, at the camp and i think you have a couple of extras as yeah. well and you're there at the camp you're but that camp. i think it's just the camp yeah it is camp um, Crystal Lake, so yeah. and that's the like, thing yeah. like i don't think these games make their money i or maybe they do maybe they do i don't i do not know the financial side of this because obviously if that wasn't a thing they would stop making them um but there is a limit to those, uh, the sustainability of those. And I'm, f- 
there is a version of these that I think can totally exist that's not a live service game. Mm. Like, so what I, and I was hoping it was, but it's not. A Texas Chainsaw game massacre game where you literally just play through the story. It's that'd be a horrifying. No, yeah, it'd be so scary. And honestly, I love the utilization of the house in this. Yeah, because like there's gonna be scenes stage. in this that almost look like the movie. Because it's just like, oh my god, oh my god, this is terrifying. This is horrifying. And then we hear that when you hear that chainsaw man. Yeah, like and seeing um, chainsaw man. But <laughs> when you see uh, <laughs> when you see Leatherface chasing down a girl with. Mm-hmm the chainsaw and it cuts off like right before it's like oh yeah that's exciting yeah. man sure. but like we've been here we've right. seen it is this gonna last i don't think it will um and are they gonna keep making remaking t- Texas chainsaw massacre thing probably forever forever, forever. There's, there's too many remakes of that yeah. um but uh i will say props to this one because this one's going to game pass day one it's not going to be an Xbox exclusive by any means, um, but it will be on Game Pass Day One, and I think those kind of releases that you're gonna you're gonna hit and a you decent get plenty market. of people to hop on. Absolutely, there. yeah. Absolutely. I played Friday the Thirteenth when it was free for like exactly a weekend because I was like, like hey man, this could be fun, and yeah. I, like it's fun for a little bit. Yeah, I hopped on with a bunch of people who knew what they were doing. There you go, and they proceeded to surround me. When I was Jason and just like keep smacking me. Oh, that's great. Down. And so they weren't even running from me. They were just like whooping my ass. <laughs> it was whoop his ass. It was Maddie. not a good time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like it's these games, there's a really good idea there. And maybe if you take away the live service element, there's a way to contain it to where it is sustainable. To and make I, it, because these are essentially like a, ho- a haunted house experience. Right, right. And I think you can definitely put that in a single-player format. Maybe even couch co-op it. That would Just be saying. fantastic. And you could, of course, have online, like, have a, player, a party of four. That's what would, like, co-op in a story horror game just sounds fantastic it does and that would be such a fun experience here i kind of wish this game was that i do too (laughs) no i absolutely do too and it's kind of like every time one of these roll out it's like i i i try to restrain myself and like maybe it's maybe now's the time maybe now's the time i'm kind of going away from it here but there's a way to do a scream game that would just be a fantastic. Game. There is, yeah. there absolutely is, and that oh, franchise man. is doing so well financially. But, um, do it, yeah, for sure. It'd be so fun, and I as the as I love Scream. I would love it to jump into. I even watched the shitty TV show. Um, I would love to see um, that try to jump into the gaming space. But another trailer we have here, it's called Storyteller. Little right. indie, tiny indie, coming to Switch and PC first. I would not be surprised um, by the end of this year if it spreads out to other platforms. But this one looks a little interesting. Yeah, it does. Little, little storybook kind of adventure. Um, doesn't look like there's like dialogue. So like you're reading what needs to be done, like these objectives. Yeah, it looks like they give you objectives and then they give you like characters and objects that you can put into frames yeah, to yeah. build a story to try to achieve that objective Mm-mm-mm. is what I took from it. Yeah. Same. Um, same, same. Cause there is zero explanation. They just show you shit here. Um, but that's what I gathered. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it seems interesting. I imagine with it being, a, this is going to be one of those, you know, five-hour games eight hours, oh yeah this eight is hour games, there's no way this like is super that. long right right so um 
But usually with those, they're either like a huge miss or they're super impactful. Yeah. Yeah, because they yeah, just yeah. pack it into that small space, mm-hmm. like all of these messages and stuff. I wonder if it is just like, hey, look, you can do this and achieve these little objectives oh. or if it's going to end up developing into some sort of like Which I'd love. story. I want it to. I want yeah. it to hurt me. If it like fucking, you know, portals you and stuff. Well, I, Portal was a different experience for me, I guess. Uh, well, Portal's yeah. great. No, but just because I thought it was just like a fun little game, like a mini uh, game. Yeah. And then there was like a narrative to it. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Um, Who the fuck is Gladys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't see any trailers going into it or anything. I just uh, was going to try it out before I played Half-Life mm-hmm. on the Orange Box. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to give this a try real quick. And then I'm there at, like, 3 in the morning, eyes all fucking red and shit. Just like, what the fuck is going on? The cake is alive. <laughs> the cake is alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, will this game, like, evolve into something? Or is it just going to be that little mechanic? I'm interested to know that. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll we'll have to see what that story is, is being told to us. Um, I see where you're going with that. Uh, picking right, up yeah. what I'm putting down. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm curious uh, because when we're going to be getting this pretty quick, pretty soon. But like, there's just a string of releases that I'm just like, even with the indie, I can't grab that right now. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, and then I mean, uh, it always depends too. Like, if the game you're playing is single player, if it's one that we're playing together. Mm and stuff because like right now we're playing the game all together which we'll probably get to in the wrap-up um and then we all have like our single-player games Mm -hmm. as well so though justin i don't think does because he seems very wary of his his psvr now it really depends on like the availability of it and when when it falls absolutely yeah um and now an area of gaming i honestly have never really felt a need to cover on this podcast but here we are, and that's mobile games. So they've announced something, and I'm Atlas Studio Atlas, who you may know for certain titles such as Persona. Um, there, a new Persona game was announced, Persona Five: Phantom of the Night, and it is a mobile game. Right. Right now, it is only confirmed to be coming to China, and there is going to be a play test March 29th. Again. China. Um, they released two decent trailers, like a trailer just so, that just shows story and then one that shows gameplay. And this looks exactly like a just regular Persona 5. It looks fucking good. It, it does. It looks exactly. It's just more Persona Exactly. 5, but and on I, your phone. And I'm like, what is... Bro, port this. Like, give me, give me this on my like fucking <laughs> yeah, PlayStation. Because yeah. you get a whole new protagonist, a whole new animal companion, um, and then they they know the gold they struck with that Persona Five soundtrack, and you hear those tunes, and oh my god, I can't, I, because I believe it or not, granted, I just went through Persona Three, Four, and Five Royal, um. I want more. Like, give me more Persona. But this is another one of those. Because, like, maybe in the trailer you might be able to see, like, an extra pixel or two here and there. Yeah, maybe. But, like, and maybe it's just YouTube, like, fucking Mm. bringing down the quality. But 
it this is another one of those games where it's not necessarily the amazing graphics but the style choices yeah which no one can like this whether you've beaten it or not persona 5 style is it's eternal that motherfucker got style it's so much and dude the game like flaunts it like it knows it and it deserves it dude like it's it's such a confident franchise and i love that about it it's incredible just from afar just watching they're confident enough to put something that that looks this high quality on a mobile game. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to get it. I need it. <laughs> I'm curious so like the only thing I'm curious about, well, I'm curious about just everything cuz I want to fucking play it. But with it being a mobile game, if it is one of those like free to play with microtransactions, I don't care what your franchise is. I need to see specifically what the microtransactions are. And I also highly doubt it's going to be that. I think it's going to be like I and this is just what I'm thinking. Huh. I think it's gonna be like a ten dollar game, twenty dollar game, something like that, and you're gonna get to just have a full gaming experience. That'd be awesome. Phone. A reminder for people out there that are turned off by it, you can still play with the control on with a Bluetooth control on your phone. So on on a lot of games I imagine this might be one of them. I hope yeah. it is. Yeah, um, that makes it a little bit easier for me. <laughs> but with that, like, I, oh, I want those details. Do you play any games on your phone right now? No. None? Not right now. You just look at pictures of me all day? <laughs> all day, yes. Yeah. It's just the one. I understand. <laughs> uh, it's just the one. Which one? It's not My your profile business. picture? It's not your business. I'm going to get your answer later. <laughs> but um, what's it called? Yeah, I'm man. sure I, you were going to. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up. I play Marvel Snap. Oh, I do. That's the only thing I play. I know. Yeah, on my phone. Besides that, it's just letterbox. That's fair. And like, so like, I'm not against (laughs) mobile games. I've played some, and but the ones that are like literally like you buy them and it's the full experience. Those are so rare today. That's where I'm just like, you got to show me. But I think there's also some indies out there, not necessarily that I've played or anything, but I know that there's good mobile games out there. Yeah, like. Indies that didn't have other platforms that ended up releasing mm-hmm. it on mobile that you can play through and have amazing stories. On I can't remember the name of it. I want to. Oh, it's called Monument Valley. Um. So there's. I have a. I've bought a game that is only on mobile. Mm-hmm. And it was like ten bucks, and I greatly enjoyed it. I know they exist. Yeah, they're out there. <gasps> so I mean, I, I imagine this is just a full on, like probably shorter. But oh, absolutely still a full There's, on god 60 hour game on your phone <laughs> no, yeah yeah fucking no way because it even assuming your light. party is what you get there um i imagine you have less characters to play with instead of your full eight eight, eight, eight people squad right. stuff like that right. um as the person because i literally just beat persona 5 royal yesterday as of this recording um show off <laughs> uh, i'd beaten persona 5 base game way before that um but uh I, because this carries the Persona 5 title. That is very important here. It is the same style. This should lead you to believe it's in the same world, all that stuff. And to be fair, all the Personas are in the same world. And in here, you see a lot of the same um, locations. You see the same locations. um, The weapon dealer that you meet in Persona 5, he is in this one. Same dude. And I'm just so curious, because there's no, the subtitles were not released for this trailer. Um, (laughs) I know there's so much you miss out on, but I just want to know. It looks like they give us a lot of story. They do. They probably do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You see the main character's persona. You meet his first 
confidant, the the woman, um, and then the that I love the animal owl still doing him. batting cage and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you're not some just dude in a fucking bear suit, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I got to be careful because apparently there are avid Persona Four lovers, and I love Persona Four as well. It's just Teddy's. His name is Teddy. We support furries. We do. We do. Go for it. Um, Go for it. Do your thing. But I'm very excited just to see what it like. I want more information on this. I want to see. I don't care if it's the smallest reference because there's references to all past games in the any of these. Um, in Persona Four, you have a calendar of the characters from Persona Three. Um, <laughs> you hear the names of certain characters in Persona Four, in Persona Five, and I just want to. I don't. I'll lose my shit. He's like, oh, do you mean the Phantom Thieves? I don't. I, I'll take the smallest, smallest thing. I'm sure it's gonna be a thing. I can't wait. Uh, I. I bet on it. But what I would really like is for them to tell me when it's going to come to us. Because uh, <laughs> that's probably when we're going to get our subtitles. Um, but moving on to our last trailer. It is it is a big one. Jedi Survivor released a story trailer. Haven't heard of it. You haven't heard of it. Oh, man. But maybe you've heard of Fallen Order. Yeah, maybe that one. No, yeah, I've heard of it. But this is the sequel. I'm quite hyped. As a matter of fact, oh okay, she looks dope, man. It does, it does yeah. look good, Cal. Yeah. It's been and it it does confirm in the trailer. It has been five years since Fallen Order. Yeah, it's a decent gap that explains that beard. Honestly, it should be should be thicker, but it's fine. And it looks like we do get to keep our crew from the first one. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it, and then we definitely see a, a like a splattering of new characters throughout the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, some new enemies, some new areas. They show a little bit of the traversal. It looks pretty similar. Um. My biggest complaint for the first one was just the like the level design. I was hoping that I would get at least a glimpse of a mini map in this motherfucker. Yeah, that would be so nice. <laughs> just and one that like look like one that is like usable. Somebody hit the touchpad real quick, <laughs> please. And let me just let me just put my peepers on that map. <laughs> I'm. That's my one concern for this game. I Otherwise, I'm sure that is going to be great story wise. Oh, gameplay, yeah. Yeah, 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 all that shit. As long as they keep what what they had in, from the first yeah. one, and I know they're going to add stuff, which mm. I'm sure I'm going to appreciate most of it. Mm. Don't put anything in there that's going to fuck it up. Absolutely, and you're good you know what i mean so i i expect great things from this i do too yeah. i think i think it looks great um fallen order because i picked it up late i picked it up very late it was like Same. two years later i picked it up after you yeah so yeah i i, I did beat it before i met you but still um i because like, i've said it repeatedly on here i'm not the like the diehard star wars guy i don't need to know everything star wars um i heard the comparisons to Sekido and i the trailers looked cool and i just ended up buying it used one day to check it out and i was like oh bro i love this shit um and now i'm definitely in it i want i want more i want to know what we're, where we're going with this i'm happy to have like a facet of star wars i'm really into i also really like the mandalorian and of course andor um but when I find these little nuggets of like, oh, I'm in on it with everybody else. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And because the people want Cal. We've talked yeah. about it before. The people want yeah. Cal. He's great. And we we might get a trilogy with him, which would be cool. I'm all here for it. I'm happy to see, because um, this is Respawn, which is a studio under EA. Um, I'm happy to see them doing good things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And because I didn't see very many uh, microtransactions no, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the first one. Not so on the first cool. one. So and that's cool. um, it's such a, and that's there so. There might have been one or two in there. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like believe there there's something. I don't know. I don't um, know. But. but this looks great. Yeah. I think it looks great. And you see a lot of, uh, the majority, like you were saying, your character's returning. And though it's a story trailer, I still don't know what we're doing. Not Looking for a, a, a safe place seems to be the thing. Because it was quite the expansive story. In the it was. Because yeah. at the beginning of Fallen Order, he's not really even sure what's going ha- going on. Yeah. 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 He's just living life, baby. And then it's like, oh, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm just kidding. That's not part of the story. Uh, <laughs> but it looks cool. I'm looking forward to it. It is coming out next month. We are about to get into some of those dates. But last thing I want to bring up here is because we've talked about console exclusivity before multiple times right repeatedly chris loves it i don't care about it because i have all three <laughs> um <laughs> i'm sure pc people love it because they they get a lot of stuff themselves or first but sony specifically jim ryan the ceo over here at daddy sony company we've praised plenty of times we're on our playstations regularly we appreciate the things that we get from them absolutely of the time absolutely but he has made it clear um in a statement that he is not he he feels threatened um not not specifically him but uh, (laughs) but the the company of playstation that it is a threat that starfield is going to be xbox exclusive How will they survive? Oh my god! It, probably the same way Xbox has still survived all these years without an exclusive. <laughs> Bro, shut the fuck up! Yeah, dude. shut the fuck up! <laughs> you don't get to complain now. It's like don't. It, it's I feel like the teacher being like, if like don't dish it out if you can't take it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like fucking, you gotta you gotta be ready for that shit to bounce back on you, man. Mm-hmm. You started this shit. <laughs> nah, I don't know if you started it. But, like, there have been so many PlayStation exclusives. There's so many people that have Xboxes that have expressed to me that they would love to play God They of only War. know the face of Spider-Man. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, fuck. Like, PS5 constantly, and they push it so hard. Like, look at all of our exclusives. Mm. Look at us. We're just over here with our exclusives right now. <laughs> oh, this is me in the backyard with my exclusives. Here's Aloy. Here's Kratos. Here's yeah, Nathan dude. Drake. Yeah, dude. All the Like Last time. of Us? Here you go. And then they're like, oh, we want it too. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. it nah, is. It, they it, just need to ridiculous. get good. <laughs> Which is funny because Bloodborne's also a PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> there you go. Um... But yeah, I I was taken aback. I was just like, man, man, really? Um, because first of all, he's technically not wrong. Any console exclusivity is a threat to somebody who doesn't have that exclusive. Right. But when you've been the one, like a primary drive for that ex- that exclusive machine, um, Nintendo's not excluded either. Uh, but they're not complaining. <laughs> right. right. Um, it's it's wild. It's wild to me to, to make such a such a bold statement, and just man, where do you get off? Exactly. How yeah. dare you, uh, I, I was gonna do the Harry Potter. How dare you stand where he stood? But I don't know who I'm referring it, it's to. The, it's the most like hypocritical shit. Absolutely. Ever. Absolutely. And I have to imagine this is in like because they're obviously 
there is a dispute going on between Sony and Xbox right. with the uh, whole purchase of Bethesda and Activision. And that has just brought out a lot of like the worst of both sides. Right. And I feel like this is just an, an effect of that. And I said in last week's episode, like in a perfect world, there is no like platform exclusivity. Yeah. Except for unless it's like a performance thing. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And those usually happen more towards the end of the life cycle of a, Very true. a platform anyway. But, um, yeah, man, I wish everybody just got to play all the games. You know what I mean? And then y'all are, y'all should just be, y'all, the game companies, the console companies, um, should be just like a way for us to access those games. That's the way I wish it was. But I understand that this is a business and motherfuckers got to do what they need yeah. to, to make the most money and blah, 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 blah. Like, and that's part of it. Yeah. It's just in my perfect world. I feel you. Everybody would get to play whatever. But it's very reasonable to just not complain about the one thing you don't get exclusively. Right. It's like the the, the kid with, like, he gets five presents on his birthday and the little <laughs> brother gets one. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want six. Like, give me that. Give me that. Uh, it's just, it's it's such a bad look for Sony. Um, not, a, not a fan of this. Not a, not a good look. You got to share that one with me, though. <laughs> That's not fair. Um, yeah, dude. I just, I had to bring that up today because I just, man. Dude, we, we love PlayStation and we want them to do better. Yeah. So do as, better as human beings, and do I mean you have exactly we want everyone to do better as human beings. Um, gotta change those hearts. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> did it? Did it? Oh man! Oh man! It's so good. Anyway, back to Persona. I'm just <laughs> but that's that's all I really had for that. I just I just wanted to put bring that up here and just not 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 our heads wag our fingers no sir get good um get good and enjoy the vast amount of awesome exclusive they have um but now onto our main topic today because everyone's wallet's about to get hit about to get hit your time is going to be filled with games if you're a gamer of course if you're not a gamer i don't know why you're listening to this segment um They just love your voice, man. That's, uh, hey, maybe. That's what it is. This voice? Okay. Yeah. That's um, how Chris always sounds. This is my normal voice. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go through this list. We have a list, a string of big releases going from literally this Friday to towards the end of July. Mm. And and I'll say the dates with them. Let me just read through these. And we, we, we got to talk. Because, oh, my God, it just dawned on me. Earlier this week, when I was prepping stuff for the episode, I was like, "Wait, this is coming out this day." Okay, so we're gonna. Go, I'm gonna read through this. We will. We will divvy it up a bit here, just so we can cover everything. But starting off, I'm gonna go from the last big release that we're gonna get this month going into April. Resident Evil Four comes out this Friday, March 24th. A lot of most people know that it is. It is coming. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, going into April, April 19th. Horizon Burning Shores, the DLC, is coming April 19th. Um, it will be forgotten because Elden Ring... I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Dead Island 2 is coming out April 21st. And then Jedi Survivor is coming out April 28th. Oh, man. That is just from this Friday to the end of next month. Fuck. 
That is that is a lot. It is. Um, and some of those big games. Yes. And I I could not leave off the Horizon DLC because there's always a part of me that feels so bad about how th- how often they get overlooked. I platted the second game. So, like, hopefully they do well with their yeah, DLC. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, that last DLC they did for... Because um, it's so wild to me in the pandemic, I replayed Horizon Forbidden West. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn. Because mm. they gave away the complete edition for free. And I had to play through the whole story to unlock the DLC because I didn't have save. I guess I deleted my save or something. Wow. Um, That's a lot. The gameplay is really fun. Um, The DLC was not worth it, in my opinion. It Uh, does add a difficulty spike and there are new enemies. But as a story-based gamer... Oh, it did the thing that I talked about with the cyberpunk. It didn't affect the story at all. It didn't at all. Continue it. Didn't at all. It was... But, like, the whole thing to me is it's a whole tribe of people that believe something different than all the other tribes you've met, which is, like, interesting, right? Right. And, like, that would add stuff to, like, your events. Mm-hmm. But they just stay there. Uh, and I'm, But then, and like, you do this DLC, and then you go on to fight your normal ending and everything. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I'm, I do not know the details of Burning Short. I'm, I, did, I didn't put this on the list to hate on it, I promise. Because Horizon, I do think, is a great franchise. And... I do think it deserves to be celebrated, but yeah, I just had to put it on here because it's Horizon, man. And honestly, no one's really talking about the DLC. Awkward. Um, but Dead Island Two and Jedi Survivor, falling behind one of the be- one of the the remakes. What I'm already hearing is like the best remake ever. Resident Evil. Four. Best remake Sorry. ever. Yeah. You heard that. You heard it from me. Oh, oh, from you. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you can call something a good remake if you have to split it into three parts. Go on. I wasn't saying. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it is. Oh, it is being held up there as one of the best out there. Okay. All right. That's exciting. For the record, Resident Evil 2 is regarded as one of the best. And, and that is like so much better than the first time it came out. Yes. Well, because it's a completely remade general. game. It's, it, they've completely reformatted it. It is obviously graphically, it's a huge improvement. Uh, but your gameplay, your weapons, and like there's stuff added to it that's more in depth than what you got the first time. Mm-hmm. So I, you did this. So I recently played the Resident Evil Four demo. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact: I wasn't supposed to be the only one, uh, yeah, but. <laughs> um, you go through literally the beginning of the game, going into that first, uh, it's called the Chainsaw Demo. You go to where the Chainsaw Man is in the village. Um, everything that you would, ex- like, like I know where the shotgun is. I remember where the shotgun is located to unlock it. I know there's an ammo crate over here. I know this is over here. And then they're dicks. And it's like, oh, that man wasn't there before. And it's scary. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I did, I, I, re- I, I replayed Resident Evil 4 quite a bit, but, um, <laughs> they, and then like the additional mechanics, like the knife is not, cause you had a God tier knife that could block anything. It, you could hold off a chainsaw, everything in the first game. And you don't question it because you're a child playing a game in like the, the two thousands, but <laughs> I've blocked many a chainsaw with many a knife. Yeah. yeah. But now you have, you, your knives are breakable. Uh, and that, 
that adds an element of to the survival aspect of Resident Evil. Like an oh shit element. Yes. <laughs> but it's okay cuz your Leon Kennedy still has a super fucking kicks, baby. There you go. You just got to you got you got to parry, kick him out. Oh, it's, it's not a it's not an insta kill. It just moves them. <laughs> those parries. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um but like just from the demo alone, I can see so much that they've improved upon. Mm. And I am so excited to continue forward. And that's not even including story. Like there's just the fact that they rebuilt this from square one into the, into this, this it's cause it, it is considered one of the greatest games out there. Mm-hmm. It, it is, a, it is, it is a beloved game in the franchise, which unfortunately is why after it, the others aren't nearly as highly regarded. <laughs> um, but just from the demo alone, I knew I was like, baby, I love you. Love at first sight. <laughs> love at first sight. And I I can't wait to get it just so, get it on Friday. So easy to say that this is your priority in yeah. this in yeah. this little grouping that you've mentioned so far. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. so like if you're going from because it's not gonna take me a month to beat. But assuming because Dead Island 2 is only gonna happen if it's a group activity. Right. This right. early on. May if if not, it might be something I consider down the line. But like if you and Ash want to get on it. I'll yeah. be like, okay, it's all enough said. Let me know, yeah, when we're getting on. When and where, yeah. yeah. Um, but the next one on that list would be Jedi, right? Okay. And I feel like that's a good space between. I feel you. Um, I assume out of that, your pick would be Jedi. It would. Yeah, it would. But I would love to borrow it when you're done. That's fair. Resident that's Evil. completely fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to deny it as uh, when I because I I always I'm like I need to own. I need to have my Resident Evil game. Um, but then going on from April, we're going into May. And May, I'll just, we'll just go to May. Um, Redfall, May 2nd. Right. Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, May 12th. And then, oh man, <laughs> Atlas Fallen, May 16th. It's, it's tough to compete with Legend of Zelda. But we have our new Horizon contender. <laughs> um but obviously whether you have a switch or not you can look at that and be like i'm pretty sure Zelda's going to be the most talked about thing that month absolutely that the world is going to shut down for it a little is. bit it is it's going to be a pokemon go moment and like i mean with that i i figure in that span of time i'll either be playing atlas or what atlas fallen mm-hmm yeah, I'll either be playing Atlas Fallen or like something from my backlog. That's right. Because I don't think I'm gonna play. I'm obviously not gonna play Redfall because it's exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it has couch co-op, I might ask you to come over. Oh shit, I'm fucking down for that shit, boy. But um, the other one, what was the other one? There's was, 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 oh, uh, there was just three, but Tears, <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. Oh um, yes, sorry, sorry, sorry. Is is also one that I'm not going to touch. Okay. So around that time, I should have some free time. I guess that's a good place for it Atlas is. Fallen to be. It is for people like me. But also bear in mind because April 28th was when Jedi Survivor comes out. Right. That's the very end of April. Mm-hmm. May 12th is like two weeks in. Yeah, two weeks sounds about right. That's fair. Yeah. Now that I say it out loud, just because everything else was spaced out like a month. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah. depends what I'm watching at the time, stuff like that. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it seems like good timing for wanna, me. So let's go into bad timing. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about June. Yeah. Let's talk about June. And I have one for July, so I'm just going to add it here at the end. Be here and stuff. Um, 
He's not. You're canceling that. <laughs> <laughs> so June 2nd is Street Fighter 6. June 6th is Diablo 4. June 16th. Everyone hold on. Goodbye, Volcano High. Oh, whoa. <laughs> June 2nd, final... Nah, we don't need to say it. Uh, I'm just going to Final Fantasy 16. And then July 21st, the one I have to cap off the list, is Pikmin 4. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. And that is... We are like literally going from this Friday going forward. It is a string. Whether you're playing on Xbox, whether you're playing on Switch, whether you're playing on PlayStation, there's something coming out for you. Right. And well, first of all, it's exciting. It's it very is. exciting. It is. I imagine most people are going to be like, it's time to make choices. Yeah, I mean. It's time to if, make picks. If you're stressed out about this, it's like first world problems. Absolutely. For sure. If you have the ability <laughs> to like look at this and be like, man. I can only afford even if you just say like half this list. Yeah, first world. Because <laughs> um, games aren't cheap. Nah. Games are not cheap. Right. Um, Led, the new Legend of Zelda is going to be, I believe, a $70 game. Mm. That is going to be like the most expensive Switch game. Um, PS5 games have already done it. Right. Uh, I know because Justin already told me and I didn't fault him at all. I was a little bummed, but I was like, it's fine. Because uh, I realized the June situation today. Um, he's like, I might have to put Street Fighter off a little bit. Because yeah. I know for a fact Ashley's going to want to get on Diablo 4. I'm going to want to get on Diablo 4. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, that's the thing. Everyone. Yeah. Because like, where Street Fighter would be you, me, and Justin. Right. Diablo would be all four of us. And we'd be taking turns. <laughs> that's true, too. Yeah. That's true, too. Um, you get to No, you get to keep the controller if you win. Oh. Okay, I see. You must have had a rough childhood. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But, like, uh, we can't have, like, a three-way fight. No, absolutely. Everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Unless, I don't know. I, I doubt it. Oh, um, shit. But, I'll see how that would work. <laughs> I, hey, we're not game developers. I don't know. No, you're right. I, I can't see it either. Um, well, there's so much to look forward to. It's insane. Yeah, and it's, man. like, it is a good problem to have. Um, literally going from now to, like, into the summer – if you're ever like, I don't know what to do, buy a game. Just play yeah, it. Yeah, man. Sit there for a little Hop while. Hop on that shit, yeah. Yeah, just enjoy some fucking and literally right high here. school dinosaurs. So I guarantee... Oh, hey. Ooh. <laughs> you want to talk about game of the year? It better be up for indie. I don't care, man. Leave me alone. Um, you don't even know yet. That's fine. You don't even know yet. But, but you let me... But hey, you know what? It I better, support it. It better be up for indie yeah, already. Yeah. Wow. Hey, I supported the cat. Hey, that's a lot of faith. It is. Yeah. Dinosaurs are cooler than cats. Um, he hates Stray. I don't I, hate Stray. I don't know why. So Stray is like the whale for me. There's like one trophy that pissed him off. <laughs> oh, not even like, that. Oh, so I'm like, not even thinking Stray. about the gameplay or the playing through it because I'm over the... I was very flustered with the replay trailer. The 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 the, the speed run yeah. trophy. Yeah. Um, but the amount of like recognition it got, I was like, bro, spread it. It's not... It, it is a great indie. I'm not going to take that away. It didn't deserve all like Sifu's a great fucking indie. I I love that an an indie got that much shine. But more indies can get more shine. Yeah, sure, but I feel like that's a good step in the right direction to get those indies that shine. I ex- I respect what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I accept it. But for me, you don't need to take a step if you already give them all the shine. Sifu was great, and it's so different Sifu, from regular yeah. fighting games. I'm Sifu was my indie of the year last I know. year. Yeah. I'm poking at your heart right now. But this one, <laughs> this one, I, ju- I just feel like you would want to like 
experience it a little bit more before you just put now i have all the faith now i have all the faith because this gives me all my life is strange vibes and that's all i need i I, and i i admit i i'm not going to defend that like i admit this is my bias so with this month is that for sure a day one buy for you absolutely and you are going to be playing it that day and nothing else yes (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, i was like because I, I can probably beat that in 10 days before Final Fantasy. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. It's an indie. No, yeah, yeah. Um, I, again, that's going to be another... And the benefit of Diablo 4, we all have to be available to do that. Yes. doesn't always happen. We will. And even win. if I do manage to get Street Fighter on day one, that's I'll be playing that with y'all as well. When we play, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. so look at that. They all don't matter. We're all getting Goodbye Volcano High day one. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, absolutely. Um, I th- that's the thing. They're all, at least in my eyes, I know Goodbye Volcano High is definitely tailored to, I'm biased to that, but I see nothing but great games there. Yeah, yeah. And that, that is both great and intimidating. I'm so excited for you. Oh, I am too. I think that I'm I can't not. wait to go back to Volcano High. But I gotta talk shit. <laughs> no, I, I accept it. You think bit. Justin doesn't? Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't let him know, because um, at that last uh, state of play, they showed the trailer for this with the release date, and I told Justin everything he wanted, because he was in his uh, Digimon trip, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to bog him down with anything he wouldn't care about. And he's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me that Goodbye Volcano High got a trailer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, let me tell you. Let's rap for a minute. <laughs> um, and then he was like, yeah, I don't want to play. No, he was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um but there's so much good shit here. And literally, so, you know what? Of course you can quote me. This is me on the podcast. Um, looking at this list, Resident Evil 4, Zelda, Jedi Survivor, Final Fantasy. We're already looking at four games I could see being part of the best game of the year list at the end of the year. For sure. Yeah. That makes it even more intimidating. Goodbye, <laughs> Volcano High. That's five. So I I took it off there. But I appreciate <laughs> That's you. Five games, <laughs> That's five games. That's five motherfuckers. And I will say, because the love is there for Pikmin, I haven't put enough time to invest in it. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that shit. I don't right. imagine it would be up for Game of the Year. No, but I think the people that love Pikmin are gonna love it. Oh yeah, no yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. just because you're not up for Game of the Year doesn't and we after fans. Sun for not being up for any Best Picture Oscar we love that movie yeah man um, yeah. it's not the be all end all you just love to see especially with the Game Awards because it's not to the point where it's just a political trash heap um, <laughs> yeah. it is still very young and like enthusiastic and hopeful for the games it's giving the flowers to and then they gave it to a cat but uh, <laughs> see see you're not you're not wrong you're not wrong but like I just I I love because so much work goes into game development. And, like, I'm fully aware that I don't know all the work that goes into it. Right. Which honestly just makes me feel like I'm looking to a bottomless pit of just hard hard like shit to t- understand. Tip of the iceberg. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, like, I respect that. It's it's an art. It's a it's a job. It is people something people do. And, unfortunately, in a lot of these companies, they're overworked. Like, if you've heard of cramming and stuff like that, it sucks. Yeah. Um, and I just love to have that night where you celebrate it. That's so why fun. we get reskins throughout a whole game. Yeah. <laughs> but Ernest, what do you think of this list? What do you think of this summer? What do you think of what's coming up to us? Uh, you know what I'm looking to looking forward to the most, man. Pikmin. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't wait for these fucking high school dinosaurs, baby. Woo! Nah, man. Final Fantasy 16 is where it's at for me. Um, I'm putting, if I had to put all my chips in one thing, it's it's that one. That's fair. Um, I am so hyped for that shit. But I kind of, I see a pacing for myself throughout here. There is a yeah. lot of firepower here. So, um, but like, I can't afford all of it yeah so i have to be precise with my movements and i think i see a way through for myself that is going to be very entertaining that's good so, yeah it's good it should be a good year for gaming absolutely and this is only going till july like we yeah no, like we, we just talked about obviously starfield's coming out in september there are rumors do not uh, this is rumor that maybe Spider-Man will come out in September as well. That's right. Uh, Spider-Man 2 specifically. And obviously. then, you know, the, there's going to be things in the Christmas season yeah. that is just Absolutely. going to. Because it's not going to just, we're done. <laughs> and because we have, like, when the summer comes up and they do all the big trailer drops and stuff like that, there's going to be some coming out of we're the We're going to have E3 and then we're going to have the thing that's going to do E3 better, which is everybody's showcases. R- right. Right, right. So, like, sorry, three. Yeah, man, they're they're gonna go hard, and they're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna introduce stuff for like the years to come. But there's always those like coming this Christmas or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like, dude, because we literally got um, God of War. I think it was December last year. Right. Like, what a heavy hitter to get the, the very end of the year. The very end. Very end. Yeah. And it barely. Yeah, because that's right. Because it barely made the cut year. for being able to be nominated for Game of the Year. Right. Um, it was essentially because I love just doing our back and forth between our movie shit and our gaming shit. It was like because the way the awards went last year, that was the um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, I just got in there at the last second. Well, I was going to say it won multiple awards. Oh, yes. And then Elden yes. Ring takes game of the year. I see what you're saying. But um, it's a, it's such a it's such a good, exciting time to be a gamer. I love because I'm not buying every single one of these day one. Right. But these will be, regardless of whether you're buying day, day one or not, guess what? They're coming into existence. They're going to be there for yeah, you at some point in time. Yeah, going to be out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and well, even if you're not playing them, because we're not going to just look at these names. We're going to keep up to date what, what people are saying about them. We're going to know things. We're going to have knowledge. And I'm and so excited. What's like, what can be just as exciting is like, there's always the these like sleepers like mm. slipping through the cracks that we don't know about right now absolutely that are just gonna absolutely. like show up on game pass or mm. show up on uh playstation plus or uh be on sale for 10 bucks or something and oh, i love that shit. i love it's just like where the fuck was this game why didn't i know about this mm. shit you know so yeah man. i heard there's a last of us part two what the fuck i know man right <laughs> wild <laughs> But needless to say, it's a great time to be a gamer. It's usually a great time to be a gamer. Um, There's a new PGA Tour coming out, too. Is that a thing? Well, I mean, I thought we were talking about golf games. I hate you. Ah. Goddamn. (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. Nope, that did me in. This is the last episode (laughs) of the Life of Storytelling podcast. Um but I'm, no, I'm just I love I love talking about gaming news. I love talking about gaming updates. I, whether I'm going to play them or not, I just like to know. I love gaming. Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Everything's and like we're not going to gatekeep you here, nah. even if you're a stray fan. I'm not coming for you. I have my own personal thing with that, um, and I do love the game regardless of that. I'm going to have a shirt. I'm going to make some weird shirt. Like it's going to be called the cat, and it's going to show Brendan Fraser as a cat, so I can be re- representing my opinions on the whale and 
Stray. Chris dislikes, from what my perspective, Chris just dislikes the amount of attention that Stray got compared to other indies. Absolutely. That's the main thing. That's the only thing. Um, but we do have a whole episode where we That was one of our first gaming episodes with everybody. we talk about Spray. Uh, yeah. Spray. <laughs> stray. <laughs> yeah. And it was Cats so hard to talk about strange. it because we were just, we had just gotten like day one with Cult of the Lamb that day. Oh, yeah. And everyone was like, I, I really want to go play that though. <laughs> yeah. Stray ended up being better for me. I agree with that. Yeah. No, I agree with that completely. Uh, and you got the plot. So for respect st- to you. For Stray? Yeah. Uh, well, Yes, that's yeah. not a lie, but I meant I meant I didn't mean cold. Oh, cold for man. cold, yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. <laughs> I had to wait a little bit because that shit was glitched. Oh, I didn't know you had to wait. I thought only Justin did. Nah, yeah, okay. I, my snails weren't showing up. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Justin got banned by. Uh, he got banned by their Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have the name of the studio in front of me. It's but... it's Devolver Digital. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Devolver. We know, we know that you're out here. We're not coming for answer. you. You know what? The other day, I asked at my job uh, during an all hands meeting, um, what their plan was for raises, and they just completely skipped over my question. And I feel like that's what Devolver did to Justin by just not <laughs> answering him and blocking him. Yeah, absolutely. For uh, granted, it eventually resolved itself. I, and I mean, he did get it. I mean, who? Who's in the wrong here? I don't know. I'm not putting it. It is. Putting blame so, yeah, on there anybody. is somebody designated to run an account. But but Justin did message Devolver asking them, hey, when do y'all plan on fixing your bugs for Cult of the Lamb? Yeah. I can't get my plat. Yeah. And they blocked his they ass. Blocked his ass. <laughs> and I don't think that's very good customer support. Mm-mm. No, it's not. But even like a hey, we promise we're working on it. It'll yeah, because the person who runs That'd the Twitter cool. account obviously is probably not tied to all that. Yeah. Just a simple, because I would think you hire somebody who, who has like social skills to run <laughs> your social media. Um, and just literally, you, I would just have a template because there's no way he's the only one. Yeah. No way he's the only one. Um, we work. Thank you for bringing this, this feedback. We're, just we're working blocking, on it right now. Blocking yeah, yeah. all those motherfuckers, dude. Down. Oh yeah. man, you're on the you're on the list for Devolver Digital. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this is this has been a fun talk. There's so much to look forward to. Um, I'm obviously very excited for Resident Evil Four this year. Um, I can't pick right now off of just going off of impressions and memories of obviously one's a remake of what I want to win Game of the Year. But I love seeing that there's just number of contenders already coming our way. Yeah, man. Yeah, because again, like, it, it's not like a like a gatekeeping or like an exclusivity <laughs> yeah, no, thing yeah. or anything like that. More than anything, I just want people that enjoy a good video game to enjoy good. Video Absolutely. Games, you know. Absolutely. I want people to have what they want. That's all it is. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Except for PlayStation wanting that exclusive. Starfield. Yeah, you got to get good. With you got to get good. <laughs> share some of yours if you want him to share his. Um, but with that, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with this week's wrap-up. All right, and we are back. Going to be going over this week's wrap-up, just going over some stuff we want to talk about, stuff we've been playing, stuff we've been watching, whatever. Ernest, what do you got? Man, I, I got a little bit of a list this time. Um, <gasps> I... Because for a while there, like, Hogwarts took up a huge part of my shit. And then the Oscars took up a huge part of my shit. So, uh, this summer, I've had a lot of free time. So, I've played a lot of Scarlet Nexus. 
that is still a very good time. So okay. like when it's just me on, that's what I play. Nice. Um, and I'm like just about halfway through considering it's broken up into two acts, like one with the male protagonist and one with the female. I'm almost done with the female. So, um, did you sign end up getting on it? Like you said, he would. Yeah, and oh, he's nice. playing the male, the male one. Ah, that's um, right. So we're getting to like compare and contrast because the stories like run alongside each other, mm. and um, they merge at certain points too. Ooh. So it's really cool to be playing through and like getting his perspective, and I'm telling him about. It's a little bonding experience. That's great. Yeah, man. yeah, it's cool. And then, so that's a very good time action RPG out there if you're unaware. And um, it's really pretty, man. And the customization is a good time too. You you could put like stupid shit on them or badass looking shit. It's That's dope. awesome. Um, yeah, a lot of content there. Uh, so that's good for single player. Uh, we did. Uh, I did finish the Before trilogy. Ooh, big moment. Um, you're a man now. So yeah, I watched Before Midnight. Um, so I'm now done with all three. Hold on. I want everyone to know on the podcast, I have not heard or read his thoughts on Before Midnight. Ernest, what did you think of Before Midnight? Before Midnight specifically? Yeah. Because I've heard the other two. Uh, it's not my favorite. It, sh- it shouldn't be. <laughs> it's my least favorite. What, do you think it's bad, though? That's my question. Not bad. Okay. No, no. I still think it's good. Uh-huh. But... Um, and this is in my letterbox review. <laughs> hey, I didn't look at it. It'll be, it'll be on my TikTok, too. But... um it's the the thing that made the first two movies really stand out to me was that you don't really get that quality or like content of conversation in too many other movies you know and so for those reasons it really stood out to me and like impacted me and hit me in a different way that i hadn't been from films prior yeah um with this movie i feel like i've seen it so many times um, like a couple just, you know, on its last legs, <laughs> like, you know, stuff like that. And just going at each other's throats. It's That's savage. really, it's really how, how this felt. And, um, like we have so many movies out there like that. So not that it's not a good movie cause it is very well shot. Um, and it definitely brings the passion. But um, so all the things are there, performances, you know, things like this. Uh, but it just doesn't stand out to me like the other ones did to like propel it up to that level of five stars or four and a half like I gave the other ones. Um, but overall, it's a great trilogy. Um, the last one made it to where I'm not going to myself consider it with like the best trilogies out there there's still a good couple that i hold like higher above it but um man i i enjoyed the the, the ride you know? i'll be taking my evil dead movies with me <laughs> and i am about to get started on these Don't evil lie. dead movies you're not anymore no. that Chris started <laughs> me with so i'm super hyped for that shit man because that trailer looks fucking amazing and i'm hearing nothing but great things about it like yeah. i'm, I'm seeing like nines and tens out there so fuck yeah i'm sorry i'm excited for that shit um i also finished did you just apologize for cussing no i would never i thought you just said i'm sorry i'm excited i'm excited for that oh just getting that excited okay okay no i would never apologize for cussing fuck that that's why i was like what what do you apologize (laughs) so um i also finished vox machina um that's 
is a great fucking show. It's so good, man. It's very good. And I love that Sam Regal really got some shine. He uh, really did. He, <laughs> he really, really did. did, man. Because he's such a talented individual. And I feel like of that group, he's definitely one that um, flies under the radar sometimes. Like when people are talking about like, you know, major roles that they've played, like even Travis. Willingham. You mean some critical role? <laughs> uh, Travis Willingham is even in Naruto, and you know Laura Bailey that I did not know. is in um, is in uh, Full Metal Alchemist, and you know a- Ashley Johnson is Ellie, and you know Matt Mercer. I thought it was Bella Ramsey is Cassidy, and you know you could just go on here, but uh, Sam Regal he's on a lot of like children's shows and mm-hmm. and things like this, and he has parts in video games. He was in that Indivisible game that I played, um, but like just like that, it's a game that I played, and I know not a lot of other people. Yeah. Do. Um. So for him to get like his little arc in this, I was so hyped for it, like more than the other ones, even though they were all really good. Mm. Um. Yeah, I, I love what they did with Vax, man. It's so fucking good. Uh, everything. I, I love how they have such a large group in this show. Mm-hmm. And they're able to give everybody time. You know, let everybody the time to, like, really, like, shine their true character mm-hmm. and get deep with them. And no, but nothing here is hollow. And I love it for that. Um, so also on Amazon Prime, as I finished up that one. I went straight to a show called Swarm. Um, I have 10 minutes left on the very last episode. As Chris walked into the room, I had to pause it right there (laughs) because he's, I think, still on the first. I've only seen the first episode. He's seen the first episode, yeah. 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 Uh, Man, how that goes places. Woo! It escalates, bro. And it's so fucking good. This show is so well done. It is beautifully shot. Um, the score to this is dumb in the best way. Oh, I was like, what? what? <laughs> it, is, it is, it is dumb. Good. Um, which, which, I mean, I kind of expected with, uh, Donald Glover at the helm for this one. Yeah. Um, but you do see a lot of those real world similarities. To the, and I heard the, childish Gambino is part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a big part as well. Um, and you know, he's pretty musically inclined. So, ah, I see. I see. Um, <laughs> But uh, you definitely see the real world aspects um, like from where this story derived shine through like a lot. Um, It doesn't really take away from it. I think it only adds to it. Um, There is an episode with Billie Eilish as well, which I very much appreciated her performance. And I know it's her like acting debut. It is. I want to see her in more stuff already because that shit was great. That was a very good episode. We'll see her in Euphoria. But um the uh the main character here oh man i wish i had her fucking name i'm sorry i don't have it in front of me but holy shit she's so fucking good oh she's so good she's so weird in this (laughs) she's so weird as everybody points out to her throughout the show but oh she does it wonderfully man man and to see her just flip-flop from one thing to another um i always appreciate that in a performance how um somebody is almost made to play more than one role and stuff yeah, like this absolutely. and, and um, we yeah. talked about Willem Dafoe to open the and show and there's there's small instances of it in this cuz the majority of the time she's herself but when she is somebody else she plays it very well um i love this show man yeah. i love this show this is one of my favorites of the year so far but speaking of favorites of the year i did get that first little taste 
of Ted Lasso. Oh, it's so good, man. Like, I just felt I, like when you're outside on a hot day and you walk inside and that AC just hits you and you just stand in front of that vent for a little bit and, and just soak it in, bro. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt going back to Ted It's Lasso. very refreshing. Yes, yes. It, it Refreshing is the perfect. It's like a glass of lemonade in San Antonio on a 109 day or some shit. You know what I mean? Ah, I love that fucking show. Um, I want to say that's the majority. I feel like the rest of the things that I've been able to get into, um, I'm going to talk about with you when you go through yours. I wasn't going to bring up along, so you can do it. You weren't? Okay, well, me, Justin, and Chris, the tarnished crew, <laughs> um, these motherfuckers that took me through all these Soulsborne games, um, we started a new one. We started Wolong. So um, it is... So much fucking fun for me. I am having such a good time with this game. And we just started last night, and I did not want to stop. I just wanted to keep going with that it shit. It might be why you're tired. Um, I don't give a fuck. I'll be tired again tonight, but I know you're too tired. So, <laughs> but I can't we were wait. on that to almost one I can't last wait night. to pick up the sticks on that again, man. And um, I definitely want to play more before I get like too much further into it. But for now, it's a strong start. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's important because I saw somebody on Twitter uh, posting that they started on Wolong Mm -hmm. and they're like, man, it felt like I beat a whole game just beating that first boss. (laughs) And I was like, bro, we were stuck on that shit too. It was, it was a ride. Yeah. Yeah. The tutorial boss, you do not. It's wild. Yeah. Heads up everybody. The, you know, you know what? You'll figure it out. Never don't, mind. Yeah. Don't, don't. Yeah. Good. Let them leave. Get, Get good. Get good. Yeah. Get good. We're looking at you, PlayStation. Um, don't Daddy. And you now I've given up on Bosler man. Uh, <laughs> you you can have him. You you liked Great Gatsby. Um but before I get cuz I really only have I've gone, I've been through a marathon of sorts that I've already talked about a little bit. But before I get into that, um I have some some exciting updates that I wanted to bring up here. Um the Daniels are going to direct at least because a lot of people are blowing it out being like they're directing the whole thing. Most TV shows have separate directors per episode. Mm. It is confirmed at least an episode of whatever the star Wars, the skeleton crew right. will be directed by the Daniels. Yeah. They're going, they're going to the galaxy, get a galaxy far away. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Man, they I'd better, I, they better give them free reign. I would love to see them just, go wild in there yeah yeah it'd be great because i feel like the in in the galaxy far away there's so much you can do granted i do not know full disclosure i don't know if you do maybe you can lie i don't know what skeleton crew is no i don't know i knew i know it exists mm-hmm. i don't know what it is yeah i'm excited um, for it still yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah so i wasn't excited Give for it but, shit, but i'm bro. stoked for whatever yeah. the daniels do with it obviously i imagine i don't unless it's an anthology oh that would be so exciting to see them do something in an anthology um but other than connect the tissue of first episode to the last, I, I, I really hope they just like, do your thing. Yeah, yeah. Y'all want an Oscar? Maybe you're good at it. Do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and honestly, I have two more updates for directors here. Little man known as Jordan Peele has been confirmed to have a movie coming out. Not and not actually not only one, two movies supposedly coming out next year. Oh man! They have, there is one um, September twenty seventh that is supposed to be a horror thriller, of course. Yes, of course, makes sense. Um, and then one supposedly on Christmas. 
Interesting. I'm like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I mean, um, but maybe these are some he's had in his pocket. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I I would I have no doubt that these whatever we're getting is going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's a one word title. Oh, well, I forgot get out started. It's a two word <laughs> title. Two word minimum, okay? Um maximum. Cuz uh, hey. You might be right, but I'm talking. <laughs> All right? <laughs> um but I, I'm stoked to see where he goes. He's a director yeah, who's still very young in his career. Very, it's very new. Um, I really need to rewatch um, Us because yeah. that is the one that I watched, and I was just not, I was not happy with when I left. There are things in it I really loved, but like out of the three, I was just like, eh. I think it was my favorite um, ever after having watched all of them one time, and then going through again, it ended up flip flopping and being my least favorite. Okay. Weird, but I still love it. Yeah, not no. oh, I feel you. and yeah. so, especially with the way I worded it, I don't think us. I never thought us was a bad movie. It's, right. it's just like because that is the follow up to Get Out, which on paper alone sounds impossible. Yeah, man. Because I going off memory alone. Um, granted, I I have seen Nope twice. Um, Get Out still my favorite. Get Out still my Get, get Out like, is now and my what, favorite. What a directorial debut! Yeah, man, Get Out is now my favorite. And that is well. So I'd seen Daniel mm-hmm. Kaluuya in his episode of um, Black Mirror, mm-hmm. um, but to see him really get his chance here in Get Out was just like whoa! I and he's that. great in Nope too. I love that episode. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a good it's episode. So good. It's With good shit. Glass. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Oh man. And then it's he just episode. becomes a cog in he the does. machine, he man. Does. Oh, dude. it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Me on TikTok. Oh. um but i'm very excited i i wouldn't be surprised if at least one of these projects gets delayed i will say that because two movies in one year that close together sounds like a lot but if we get it we get it man i believe in you jordan i believe in him as well i I would i would not peel back those expectations oh you motherfucker Uh, I didn't mean to jump the gun. Anyway, James Gunn has been confirmed, or he has confirmed that he is going to direct Superman Legacy. And I'm very excited. Yeah, yes. I I am so... Because I think everyone's a little over the Snyderverse stuff right now. Um, Except for the Snyder. Snyder the, yeah, they're, they're there. Um, Snyderverse Knights. But we're getting Rebel Moon, and I'm going to be there day one. I'm stoked to see what he does with a a can star wars project turning it into his own that sounds that sounds like a <laughs> the bed of creativity like you have free reign to do what you want yeah man i'm there for it oh it, i don't even have this written down there it is confirmed to have a video game companion Badass. and i'm like bro okay let's let's slow down let's <laughs> slow down man but i i'm stoked as he's a very whatever you want to say about Zack snyder dude's ambitious yeah dude's fucking ambitious and i I'm here for it. I will I will see what he brings us next. But James Gunn, absolutely. I'm so curious to see what he was do with his Superman. I do not imagine it's going to be at all in the vein of like his Suicide Squad. No. No. Cuz no. he has he has shared some images of like Superman comics he loves and cherishes, ch- cherishes, cherishes. <laughs> um and apparently it's such a sweet thing to realize cuz his brother reached out to him and he cuz he posts everything on Twitter. <laughs> um <laughs> He the the release date of Superman Legacy is the 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 it's his dad's birthday. Yeah, yeah. And that's so precious. That's cute. His, yeah, his dad's not with us to make that clear. And um, 
Yeah, I, I do think that it's going to have a different taste to it, for sure. Um, like it, I think it has to be. Mm-hmm. And we haven't because we've had our emo Superman. My my run with James Gunn is like Guardians and Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. That's what I got to work. With. Oh, you're only. And, I'll, I can show you some other stuff, but yeah. And that's um, and they both kind of go along the same lines. They do. So, but I feel like this is going to be more down to earth. Which I think is what you need for a Superman know? story to really hit people. Right. Because if you have just the overpowered guy, like, I'm a DC, just, I, I love DC. It's my shit. So you're going to probably get me hooked. I, It's going to be my thing every time, man. I watch Jonah Hex. I'm going to see Superman Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how he can kind of you know add some diversity to his portfolio here. From what yeah, I know, which is also a thing you should know. You're, you're, so he has some stuff with a company called Troma, mm-hmm. um, which is like B movie schlock. So like that's probably closer to what you get with his Suicide Squad. Yeah, not obviously this is very different still. But um, another thing he's done is a movie called Super with Rain Wilson and El. At the time, Ellen Page. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much like his, it's almost like his take on Kick Ass. Oh yeah, before cool. Kick Ass came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's good. I think it's quite good. Um, and it's it's shocking, but it is it it is good. And obviously, the dude loves his superhero shit. Yeah. Um, I do. Rec- I definitely recommend Super. Uh, but um, but I think that. Even in those um, movies that are kind of based around silly stuff a lot of the time. Yeah. Right? Like, Guardians are usually doing some pretty silly stuff. Yeah, but you find um, the heart in there. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. that's what I'm getting to. Is, Except for two. I'm is just kidding. that when they do, like, slow it down and, you know, get real with you, like, that shit hits, bro. It so it's not like it he doesn't know how to do that. And we know he knows how to do that. Action. Absolutely. But I think we as you were alluding to epicness. with the diversifying the portfolio, right. there's definitely you, – you have a thing that people have been missing from Superman. Um, granted, I will say I loved Man of Steel. I'm in that camp. That's me. But I definitely get that people want the Boy Scout. That's one of the um, few that I saw. Uh, did you like it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. You should know you're with you're standing with me in a minority. Yeah, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah it was cool. I also love Michael J- Michael Shannon Azad, very good. Um, and he's coming back for Flash, but um, it's it's a uh, it's teal. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's the quote? What's the quote? What's the quote? Because uh, I I think he's a great actor. Mr. P's with his hands on his hips. <laughs> that's that. That's me. Um, but uh, I'm very excited to see. Um, along with that news, it is because Ben Affleck is doing some press. Because um, uh, Air did debut the movie Air. It just sounds like I'm saying a weird right, word. Right. Um, did debut at South by Southwest, and. He, because the DCEU, it's no longer that. Sorry. It's the DCU is on the cusp of coming in and doing some new things. And people are excited or, or not, or they're passionate. People are passionate because, um, this is probably the most hate James Gunn has gotten in a while. Uh, Ben Affleck has, was asked about like, would you ever want to direct? Cause he's a director. He is a director as well. Yeah. Um, he has been asked if he would like want to direct maybe like the Batman film. A pretty decent one. Yeah. As well. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, 
he uh, was asked if he would want to direct anything in the DCU because he does have a tie to Batman. Mm-hmm. He does love the DC comics. He's right there. You people forget he's friends with Kevin Smith. Right. They're they're comic nerds. Yes. Um, he did state, and I want to get this, this wording right, um, he just has no interest. He has absolutely no interest. He has had his time in this universe, but because people are only sharing part of it, he has no issue with James Gunn. And he is no he he is sure he's going to take it in an interesting direction, but his time in this universe is over. Um, not in our universe; he's not going anywhere. Uh, the DC universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but people are sharing only part of that to be like, "Oh, he's going after Gun," and I'm just like, "Stop it with your gotcha journalism." Um, uh, he clickbait I, shit. Yeah, yeah, and like I I respect I respect Affleck because dude mm-hmm. his time because the the Justice League movie alone. With Whedon, before we got to see the Snyder Cut and all this. Yeah, yeah. And the road from that to here, I fully get wanting to just like, oh, dude, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, especially with somebody like him who has so much to offer. He does. Because he can be in front of a camera and provide. He, he can. can be behind a camera and can. provide. Have you seen The Town? Yeah. I have not, but I heard it's good. It's good. I, I want to see it. It is good. And uh, what was the one that was up for Oscars? Fargo? Yeah. That he Argo. Argo, you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Without Fargo that. was also for Oscars. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, my bad. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, Different director, though. Yeah, different director, different director. But Argo. Um, yes, yes. Yes. I never saw it either. But I didn't see that. I, I know it was... It is very good. good. It is quite good. Right. Yes. Um, and he's directed other things since. And of course, him and Matt Damon co-wrote... Um, it's not beautiful mind. Goodwill hunting. Goodwill hunting. Uh, it, there's a beautiful mind in it. <laughs> His name was Will, and he was hunting, and he was good at it. We're done. Uh, <laughs> but I, he's got a dude. Air is gonna be fine. I, I, I think Air is gonna be great. I I'm saw, looking forward to it. I saw reviews saying that it's the best movie of the, of the year so far. Wow. Wow, did they see inside? Anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, no, he did inside. That actually accidentally threw more shade at that than I intended. Um, fuck the whale. There you go. Forget what I said. Controversy. Controversy. Um, oh, that gotcha journalism. That's that is. <laughs> hey, I'm not sharing partial things. Um, I'm fully stating my truth. But uh, I'm I'm I I respect him a lot to come out and just be like I I don't want to be part of this universe. But I do also like he has no hate for gun, and I, I get really mad when people just share the part and just want to like, like they're just starting drama. Yeah, man. And of course, I'm obviously Ben Affleck might see some of this and be like, "No, oh, I didn't say that," but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he's gonna like be just he's fine. Gonna take the time to comment. On yeah, all this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if it's gonna explode to the proportions. It was hard enough to get the comment from him on gun in the first place. Like, yeah, he's not gonna go on then go on to all these like fucking bullshit posts and yes. be like, yes, I yes, didn't yes. say it like that, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like he knows what he said. Yeah, yeah. and uh, there's plenty of people out there that like a lot of media outlets that are bigger that are not sharing just the personal thing. They're sharing the whole thing. Right, right. Um. But I, I have a lot of respect for Ben Affleck. I was unfortunately one of the people that was like, Ben Affleck is Batman? What? But then I saw it and I was like, oh, okay. I believed in him from the get-go. There you go. That being he, said, I didn't see those movies. But 
But when we together, we both ended up canceling out the the wrongs. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I didn't see it. You didn't believe in them. Get tune in next we week. In. We are watching Justice League Snyder cut. You are you are <laughs> the uh, fucking Ian to my Yang man. Absolutely. No, oh. oh. I'll be I'll be the rock. You be the eyeballs. You're the you're the white part. <laughs> <laughs> but why? <laughs> um. But yeah, those were just some director updates because there's been a number of them. Because of course, when you have somebody, the the Daniels just won Best Director for their first time. Yeah, very very worthy. I should know because I actually put them on my list for my awards. You didn't. Oh yeah. I'm <laughs> you also think that I knew it's coming. Puss in Boots is better than everything everywhere. That's not true. So. I like it more. Oh, okay. All right. I'll give you that. We've said it before, and you can come at me with all the cattiness you want um rankings don't matter no yeah, yeah yeah for the most part i do think it matters what you put as your number one but i don't think anybody had a bad number one you thought i did but it's fine no it wasn't bad he's talking about babylon no i'm talking and... about before midnight i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that one too but, but um look on I, I did go back and rewatch a scene from Babylon. Well, I, I saw I watched. Was it the scene? I was it the a, end? I watched a couple of scenes. Oh, okay. actually. Because that um, ending is just like you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. Uh, the ending was it was fine. Yeah. I mean, that's hate. No, yeah, it was good. Um, but the There's blue uh, people. No, the hello college scene. Oh, that seems great. That, that is my favorite. That's also hilarious. That, I think that's... One Get of, back in your hot box. That's one of the best scenes I saw all year. Like, that's I, fair. That might be the best scene It's I also, saw. like, and I I mean this unironically, it is one of the most tense scenes of last year. You know what? I, I'll say my two favorite scenes from last year, one of them, uh, like, is probably my favorite scene ever, and it's when Michelle Yo, like, right before the rock scene. Yep. Um, Where, in Everything Everywhere All at Once, where it's just showing all the... F- faces flash mm-hmm. uh, everything that leads up to that the flashing faces that has faces, to be where they're like we have to give them editing and then just the the rock scene that yep. is like my favorite thing like it's beautiful probably ever it's precious but closely followed last year is probably that hello college scene it's very good in babylon like it's, it's dude margo kills perfect. it yeah, she dude. kills it. Everybody, and I love, dude, the second she lets like she's not a jersey girl but she seems like a jersey girl in the moment yeah, yeah. or it's like can you not just move your fucking mark hit your mark yeah and he's like come here motherfucker i'm gonna beat the shit and they like they get into it a little I bit i love the other dude that's turning all red like it does anybody have the fucking yeah yeah, yeah. yeah oh man they're like get back in the box yeah get yeah. back in the box <laughs> and then they box. open it at the oh man oh god dude and like every time something happens you feel it like you're there in the room because like yeah. even when like the executive shows up opens the door who the fuck is there Oh, so sorry. sorry. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But every time it closes in on the guy with the red face, like yeah. there's more and more sweat. Dude, I I love that scene. It's so good. It's and so, so good. if you love that scene, go watch Whiplash. That's the whole scene, the whole movie. Wow, it's very much like that. I don't know if I can handle. <laughs> I have only watched it once, and I love it. I have if you re- if you watch it, I'll probably go back to it. It's it, like, dude, I felt like I was having it's, it's anxiety attack. List. It's on my list. I it's stressful. And dude, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. J.K. He's a great. He's, he's great. great. I love he's that wonderful. man's voice. Um, what? His voice, man. Oh, I don't know what I thought I heard. Um, but those are just some updates I wanted to bring up. I did recently, as I said earlier, finish my Persona run. 
we'll it's call so it sad. that. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they, uh, what I can play on current consoles. Right. Because there is a Persona 1 and 2, but I've played the big three. Because Persona 3 is where they started adding the style. Mm-hmm. And, of course, 5 is where you get it perfected. Right. In my... I think it's pretty well shared, I, I but they do all have their own style. I would well. agree with you in that it is like a perfect RPG. Oh yeah, sure. dude! And Royal yeah. mechanically no, I is I phenomenal. I played it all the way through. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I'll agree with that. But so. what they add to Royal mechanically is just insane, and they just make it so they streamline the whole grinding process. Mm-hmm. They streamline everything. Mm-hmm. Story wise, I love because you. How far did you get in? Um, to the uh, the burger one. One. Yeah, I just got the uh, Musketeer girl. What's her name? What the fuck? You make yeah. it sound like you barely started it. No, no, yeah. That's the last character you get. I know. Wow. I got very close to being Wow. Like, I told you. So I've never judged you. I've <laughs> never been like, okay, I get it. You started on it and you keep dropping it. Finish the fucking game. <laughs> that was that was on the original Persona 5. Oh, uh, and then you restart from 4. And I don't have it anymore. So I restarted on Royal. I see. And that oh, okay. I've, I've got up to a certain port, part like two or three times. Yeah. Did you like own it like physically and you don't have it anymore? Yeah. Oh, man, we need to get you back on that. So I will say I think definitively the best story you can get is playing base Persona 5 and then going into Persona 5 Strikers. Oh, because it all runs together. Yes. Right, right. Um, because And what you get added – at the end of Royal story wise, I'm only talking story mechanically again. Perfect. Um, the story that is added does feel like somewhat of an afterthought with the characters because they're sprinkled in early. Um, and then there's clear points that are big parts of the main story that they're like, man, it would make sense if this character was here, but they're not. <laughs> but again, like it's cool to play through it again, being like, Oh, I love this game. Um, so, you know, you know, okay, Akechi? Do you know Akechi? The detective? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He gets a lot of stuff in Royal. It seemed like it was going that way at yeah. the beginning of it. He's like Like he was in it a little bit more. He, he, he seems like light agony. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, he just, he's literally a cop. But uh, he, he really gets a time to shine in Royal, and I love that. Um, But Strikers gives you such a great story. And it's fully deserved because Royal feels like you're adding a DLC that you have to play the 60 hours to get to. Yeah. yeah. It's a good 60 hours. And like, it's been years since I've played it. So I didn't, I didn't mind too much. And I'm going in, going in with the context of three and four. It's neat. But there was a point where I was just like, I'm tired of these palaces. Yeah, man. They're so big. And there's so many. There's so many. <laughs> when I, I saw that trophy pop play through all of Royal's palaces, like, yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um and that's no hate on it i've just done it before and it is it is such an impactful game you will it, the stuff you remember you're gonna remember oh yeah and it's gonna stick with you and it's just not gonna hit as much there's so there's so much that uh that has stuck with me i guess i had no idea you got that replaying far. the beginning yeah so many times which like the beginning is a very tough part to play through a, a bunch it, of times it is because it's a fucking like four hour long tutorial she throws herself off the top of the school bro that's oh what I'm God, how could about. you <laughs> oh i didn't know that yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean like yeah, it, yeah. i'm saying that in story wise it's like that's some rough shit to go it through. is it is it's very um, heavy yeah because that first palace really that really shows you what distorted realities can be yeah um but i will say 
My ranking story-wise, personally, is Persona 3 is my number one. Wow. Persona 5 and I'm gonna, they're in the same universe. I'm going to put them there. Persona 5 with Persona Striker, Persona 5 Strikers yeah. and then Persona 4 as mainline entries. Um, and I still love Persona 4. And I was so delighted because I hopped on the dancing game. Yeah, Persona did. 4 today. Now, not Persona 5 yet, but Persona 4. And it has a full story with full anime cutscenes. Of course they do. But 3 and 5 do not. How do they? they? It's just free to play. It's just free dancing games. Not free to play, but free dancing games. Is it like just dance? No. Or like you don't get up Your and characters are dancing. It's a rhythm game. I got it. Okay. Like you match the, something goes over here, hit that button. Yeah. 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 It's okay. like if you've ever played the Hatsune Miku games, they're like that. But um, they're very fun, but I'm loving because the coolest thing about four, which I will put like, it's my favorite occupation out of the others because you're a phantom thief in five. Yeah. Yeah. In three, again, it's the beginning of like all this, what we know Persona is today. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're part of an organization that's like trying to figure out what's happening. What is this other world? What are shadows? Terrorists, got it. Something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's like formed as like an extracurricular group at a high school. Uh, <laughs> of oh, course. Oh, it's like, a, like the Ghost Club. Or Something whatever. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, in four, you're detectives. Oh, nice. Or a group solving crimes. You Scooby-Doo it. And I was like, okay, you have something up on the others. Because I, and literally the crimes are murders. And I'm like, damn. And I started Persona 4 um, Dancing All Night. That's the dancing game. The story starts off with a suicide. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you. God damn. Yeah, they do not hold back on that shit at all. They don't. Yeah. Um, but Persona 3 is absolutely the darkest of the games. And that is probably why I love it so much. And you have been on a bit of a dark spree. Oh, for sure. As of late. Um, but it just stands out from the others. And I don't think any of them are a carbon copy of the, the, the one before it They're mm-hmm. They both, they all do such a good job of being different from the other. Um, and I love them all for it. I love Persona. Each one of these, and I hate them for it, and I love them for it. You are sp- you spend sixty to seventy hours getting to know these characters, and then you have these emotional like goodbye scenes at the end. I'm like, stop! It hurts. I mean, but you you always crave that that ending. I do. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. I love so it. That's what you want. Oh, absolutely. And I cry, and I'm like, I'm so happy. I'm crying, but it hurts me. <laughs> um, it's just like we've talked about with last of us. It's such a good hurt. Yeah. Like but granted, Ho- this feels better. These ha- end on happier notes. Not three. Like when Hodor holds the door. I don't know what, what happens. <laughs> Hodor, Hodor. <laughs> but that is like persona five to get it finished. Cause I'm like, I, I'm going to get this finished before Resident Evil four. It took over my life. I, I I stopped watching shows. That's why I only watched. I watched one episode of um, Swarm, yeah. and then I was like, you know what? I can eat and play Persona at the same time. I'm very excited for you to get back on that. I am though. too. I am too. Because um, I've also caught up on Near Automata, the anime. Because um, Justin's been hounding me on it, and I'm caught up on what we have. It's next episode is delayed. Don't know when that's coming. But Swarm definitely is my next live action show that I'm going to prioritize since I'm going to be keeping up weekly to Ted Lasso. Yeah. But that uh, that wraps us up here with what we got this week. It's been fun. It's been a good time. Thanks for hanging out, Ernest. Oh, it's a pleasure. Always. <sighs> pleasure. All the pleasure. All the. Uh, it's so good. But Ernest, where can the people find us? So if you'd like to stay up to date with the show, you can find us out here on all these social medias. Facebook, 
Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, like, follow, share, do all that shit, and I will kiss you on the forehead real sweetly. But ask for consent first. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's going to be a line. There's going to be a form that you fill out. I'm checking IDs. Good. Good, good, it's a whole thing. Um, but we love you. We love you so much. And those forehead kisses. Um, next week, we'll be back reviewing the latest in what is known as like the best modern action franchise, which is John Wick. We're going to have some Keanu time. Righteous. Um, and then, of course, we'll follow that up with the latest gaming news that Whoa. we have from the... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> this bus can't go over 30 miles per hour. It was like 50. It has to go on a highway. Uh, 50, yeah. but, but we will be back with John Wick 4, as well as going into the gaming news from the last week. And I, I can't wait. We'll can't see wait. you then. I hope everyone has a great week.